Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the 111th episode of Figuring Our Podcast. I'm the new guy, Casey Casual over here, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I don't really know what's going to go on, so I'm just going to sit here and let uh, uh, these dudes by the name of uh, Brandon T. McClure... Hi. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> How do you Who know his this name? guy in here? Hey, it wasn't me. No casuals. Why the hell is this guy? Actually, yeah, that, that's kind of mean, though, dude. Right? have to leave no room casuals? for the average fan. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Just Casey Casual. I uh, guys, wait. Can, can I still be this here? This guy stole my socks. No. No, I didn't. Oh, he's a sock stealer. So what? We're a thief. No. Damn no. wood nymph over here. What? <laughs> I want, <laughs> what I, want the Casey, f- I want Casey Casual to become the mascot of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously? Sounds a little not bit necessarily like the voice you're doing, but <laughs> okay. like Casey uh, it, it kind of sounds a little bit like Morty, doesn't it? And Ben, finish. Introduce us. Oh, oh yeah. Bit. So, Randy McClure, Ryan James Eliopoulos, Sparkplug hey, Wickham. Thanks for the middle name. You always say your middle name. So. You no, you're right. I, yeah. No, I'm saying actually thank you. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about predators and what happens when you go forward in time seven years. Do I have a middle name? Do you, yeah, plug. You do. do I? Is oh, it plug? You're f- is it plug? This name? No, you don't. Yeah. Spark, spark plug. No, that's Spark dot plug. Spark dot uh, plug? What is it? Dot hack sign? We don't yeah. even really yeah. use, hey, even really use the plug anime, anymore. Okay. It's just sparks. Yeah, sparks. Hey, guys, you should watch dot hack, dot hack sign. That's I never I never understood that. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, what's Brandon, up, dude? I had week? a shitty week, but my weekend's a whole lot Why better. Why do you ask? What? Why do you ask like that? You're like accusatorily. No, because nobody ever asks you. How was your week, You bitch? always ask it. And then you volunteer <laughs> what your week was. <laughs> oh. How was your week? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, How's it feel to be on the other end? Did you not, watch three movies good. this week? Uh, uh, yes. No, Wait. two. Were any of them Halloween? No. You're wasting your time. I watched. <laughs> actually, you know what? I watched a lovely indie film with uh, Glenn Close and Jonathan Price called The Wife. Uh, I thought Priced? that was... The wife, the price, Jonathan Price, price. Jonathan okay. Price, yeah, um, called the wife. Very good. Uh, I, I thought that was a very good movie. Um, and then I saw the movie that we're talking about today. Um, but I, I, I finished season two of The Good Place. I'm glad that show is great. I love that show so much. Yeah, that show is wonderful. And if you don't, if you still don't know what that show is about, don't look it up. Just watch it. Seriously, I promise you, it's a great comedy. I, I had to tell my boss this is like, oh, I watched the first episode. I really like it. You gotta stick to the end of the no, first dude, season, cause wow. Yeah, it's a it's it's a it's it's a twisty show. That's like one of the better, more modern comedies. I no, think. I've been wanting to watch The Good Place. It looks really really. I think good. It's, it's on Netflix. Good. Yeah, it, it is. The first yeah, two yeah. seasons are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Uh, definitely, guys, check that one out. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Ryan and I started The Purge last night. We did the TV show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah, 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 dude. It's I good. I really like the premise of of that franchise and uh, that first movie doesn't utilize the premise like the other three movies do. And I really like those those middle two movies. I didn't see the first Purge. What was that world-building aspect you really liked? Which we one? were in the, the Purge Surge. Oh, yeah. So Lyft drivers who drive during the Purge, they, use, they call it a Purge Surge because there's like a 100% increase in profit. Mm. And I was like, that's a really awesome idea. And the whole world building... But you building, can die. That's, yeah, that's, that's why, why there's a 100% that's increase in that's profit. That's why it's so... Yeah, and he's like, yeah, once a Purge starts, I got a Purge Surge. And I'm like, that's a really smart, modern thing to use with like Lyft and Uber. Uh it utilizes that premise and it's because it's a full series like every day is like an hour or so so like you're just learning about these characters and like some of them are crazy some of them are not and there might be twists and turns and like i was really surprised how good it was yeah yeah i also watched the dragon prince yeah Ooh. tell me good 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 yeah i liked it well, no, i've no. only seen the first two episodes but i liked it a lot oh. did the animation bother you um, a little bit because it's kind of the same animation that doesn't allow for a lot of facial, uh, a lot of facial expression. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Same concern I'm having with resistance. Kind of like the Star yeah. Wars shows, yeah. But the 
uh, designs of all the like the fantasy creatures are so beautiful that's it you kind of accept it but yeah it, it, it bugs me that the facial expressions aren't as expressive as they could be okay all right um well we both played some spider-man we both did play some speederman that game is still real great it is uh i'm almost done with iron fist guys Ooh. can i tell you something sure thank you it's it's good it's yeah. it's legitimately like the like uh, from like the lowest barrel how bad that first season was to the highest like it's it's like it didn't start super strong but now that I'm almost done like they they found it and they got it and the fight scenes are great and I'm really really interested in all the characters like it's really I've, good. I've heard some middling things. This is actually the most um, uh, positive yeah. thing I've, I've well, heard. Well, I'm of the just season. compare from the first season. Like the jump in quality is extreme. Sure. It's still not like Daredevil season one. I don't think anything Netflix. Well, I like I like Luke Cage a lot, but um. Like, there's one specific moment where I'm like, you're really getting me with the emotions here. Uh, and I'm, and like, Colleen Wing's still great. Like, all those, like, Danny's, like, the least important character in yeah, the that's, show. Yeah, this is what I was going to say. The yeah. sentence you said to me was, you were like, yeah, the show kind of realized that nobody should care about Danny Rand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it focuses on a lot of the other characters, and it works for its better. Nice. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, nice. We haven't talked about it much on this podcast here either, but that, that this is the first of the Marvel Netflix to go to 10 episodes. And it shows. The pacing is so much better. So much better. Yeah. Ben, how was your week? Shitty. I'm sorry. Any entertainment? Yes, actually. Um, Yesterday, the girlfriend and I, we went to Spirit Halloween for the first time this season. The place is great. Okay, so quick little story time. I love it. When Kingdom Hearts first came out, I searched hell and high water for a Keyblade. I wanted a life-size Keyblade because I'm thinking it's Disney. There's got to be a toy. I mean, they make they make video games for toys all the time, so there should be like a toy Keyblade out there somewhere. And this one dude in my sixth grade class said he got one. Yeah. And he said he got it at like a Toys R Us or something. So I called every. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Toys R Us yeah. then. This one dude in my sixth grade class got one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So, I, so my mom and I, we called every Toys R Us and they Pie. not a single one of them knew what a Keyblade was. No. They had no They said, we have Beyblades. And then finally. <laughs> Yeah, and then finally later on, we go to Disneyland. I'm thinking Beyblades. Yeah, because I said Keyblade, and they're like, "Do you mean Beyblades?" They're like, "No, it's from the game Kingdom Hearts. It's a sword that's in the shape of key." And they're like, "Oh yeah, we have no idea what that is." Yeah. So then we go to Disneyland. I'm thinking if there's gonna if there's gonna be anything Kingdom Hearts, it's gonna be at Disneyland, right? This no. is back in 2002. Not. A oh yeah, thing. when that game first came out. Definitely yeah, not. nothing. No. So fast forward to yesterday. 16 years later, we're at the Spirit Halloween store. Guess what I freaking find? Hocus Pocus. Yes, no. <laughs> yes to Ryan, no yeah. to Sparks. Okay. Not only do they have Kingdom Hearts costumes for King Mickey, Sora, and Kyrie, yep. but they also have actual licensed Keyblades. Yeah, now that there's like 400 games in that series. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, of course, I'm just sitting there going, what the fuck? And I'm just like freaking out because I already have a wooden... Fuck? Well, well he can't use No, I know. We got to wait for the Predator I'm for not, that. I've not heard that one before. I enjoyed that. <laughs> the floor. All right, cool. So I'm saving up to buy both keybits because they have both King Mickey and Sora's. And not only that, they have like a knockoff version of the Buster Sword from Final I Fantasy saw, VII. I saw you Instagram that. I, yeah, I saw that one. I want all those. Yeah. Did, so the Speaking of Spirit Halloween, I was driving by Barnes & Noble over, mm-hmm. in, um, over in Burbank. Uh-huh. And the, 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 across the street from the Barnes & Noble, there used to be an Ikea. And it was really big. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they closed that Ikea and built like an Ikea. Ikea Dumb Hearts? There's a huge Ikea in Burbank now. And it's amazing and wonderful. And oh, I yeah. want to live there. But... Uh, but there used to be like a smaller one, mm-hmm. uh, and now that it's the Spirit Halloween store, 
That's it must be a big spirit. I Halloween thought that was really show. funny because you know you see all these memes like nothing says Halloween like Spirit Halloween taking over a, a the corpse of a childhood, which is like which is Toys R Us. But not only yeah. that, I actually last night I went back to Kingdom Hearts uh, final mix. Mm-hmm. I beat um, Zemnis, who's a secret boss, Ooh. and took me three times because well before Zemnis kept kicking my ass. Yeah, and then I finally beat him, and then I went to go fight Sephiroth, and he's supposed to be the hardest <laughs> final boss in the entire game. Kicked his ass. Well, I mean, wasn't even a. He's optional, right? Yeah, he's optional. Yeah, optional, I, kick your ass hard. But I kicked his ass and then I beat the game Final Mix. I'm starred Birth by Sleep. I'm going to play that when I get home today. Man, that's funny because we, we were just talking about like how you have there's no way you're going to play those games before the game comes out and here you are doing it. I'm proud of you. That's why. It's because yeah. we said it. Because we said it. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to play them before I went back to Monterey for a stint. And you I, did. Uh, you did. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. And uh, I got together with our friend Matt and we saw a movie called Mandy. God, I'm so excited for this. That's a great movie. You described it to me as Rob Zombie. It is as if it is as if Rob Zombie made a live action R-rated, super mature, super dark Studio Ghibli film. It's like the weirdest sentence. And that is a very accurate description. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a revenge movie. It's definitely high up there as one of my favorite Nicolas Cage films. Um, It is. Really, really great. I really want to see it again. Yeah, that trailer is real good, too. It's so if it's good. anything like that. It is that. Yeah. Like, everything you thought that trailer it's meant this movie would trailer, be, yeah. it's that movie. I'm ready for it, dude. I like weird stuff like that. Uh, shall we get into it, then? Mm, okay. Yes. All right. Food. Food. Come hither. And here's your bread. And your butter. Here's your bread butter. Hey, okay, not in my ear, thank you. All right, so getting right into it with some comic book news. We just went to the comic book store. We so sure did. Fitting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Miles Morales is getting a new comic, guys. Sweet. That's pretty exciting. I'm, uh, hey, I'm the only person reading his curtain comic, I think. It's done. It finished. Oh, that's why I'm not reading it anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> I was like, man, those issues are taking a long time to How come out. How dare you, Ryan? You yeah. lied. Bendis is gone. Oh, After it hurts. Bendis left, they canceled the series. Actually, yeah. quietly, nobody knew they did it. Yeah. Uh, My polis didn't even know, I guess. Oh, those cheeky bastards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but the, a new title is coming out in December 2018 called Miles Morales Spider-Man. This is kind of bouncing off of, and it's got a very similar cover design as to when they relaunched it at the at the end of the Ultimate Universe with Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be written by Saladin Ahmed, he's who's, writing, who's writing Exiles right now. Uh, he did Black Bolt, uh, which got him an Eisner for Best New Series. Nice. Oh, yep. cool. And uh, Javier uh, Garan, who's writing Secret Warriors, who has written Secret Warriors. Cool, okay. Uh, drawn. He's an artist. Okay, I was going to say, I'm sorry. double writing. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're good. Um, he had this to say. For my money, Spider-Man is at his core a teenage hero. Uh, this is Ahmed, by the way. In this book, Miles will be that, that Spider-Man, battling threats against the community and the city rather than the universe, and trying to do so while dealing with grades and bullies, family and botched dates. Dates. This is classic Spider-Man, but very much dealing with modern concerns and realities. This is kind of, after he was asked, how do you make Miles uh, unique in a world where Peter Parker is now back to status quo? Yeah. Because for a while, Peter Parker was globetrotting Spider-Man. And yeah, that... that uh, that last uh, Miles book, it was it was fine, but to be honest, it sounds kind of like this book because he was fighting regular people on the streets and hanging out with, like Gwen Stacy and stuff. So, so this is kind of know. the problem that you run into with Miles in Six One Six, isn't it? Yeah. How do you make him unique? And he and uh, somebody like a reporter asked him like, "Hey, have you talked to Bennis about it?" And he's like, "No, I haven't yet." I'm like, "Oh man." Yeah. He, yeah. Talk to Bennis about this kind of stuff, dude. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I figured this would be a good time to bring this up. They, they had an annual that was released a little back a little while ago to cap off uh, Bendis's run. 
and it reimagined his origin story in 616. Now, in Spider-Man 2, it's kind of implied that he don't, remembers... Don't, oh, okay, don't spoil anything from Spider-Man 2. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's just... It's, it's just it's implied that Miles remembers the Ultimate Universe, okay, remembers yeah. his life back then, okay, cool. before yeah. he came to Six One Six, which we all know he came to from Six One Six was because yeah. this title wouldn't exist. That also that book was in development for such a long time. I think like continuity stuff was weird. So yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but even at the end of Secret, Secret Wars, it's kind of hinted that he still remembers. And like I, I really like that idea that idea that he still remembered his life even though his friends didn't. So like he remembered living in the Ultimate Universe. He remembered Ultimate Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy and Mary and Aunt May because he had a life over there. Um, and I was kind of hoping we'd see more of that, which we didn't. Yeah. Um, and now there's an annual that re- that had him. Now his new origin story is he Peter Parker. He was just bitten by a spider, and he was inspired by Peter Parker, who's swinging around. And Peter Parker helped him be Spider Man, and he he went out fighting crime in a Peter Parker knockoff suit. And it's just like kind of boring. You just made him Peter Parker light. Yeah. 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 Basically. Actually, Peter Parker dark. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> but a thing is a good one. All right, You're not wrong. I like it. You're <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> Sorry, but so that, that's no. Of, I agree. Yeah. It's it, they took a really because I loved those uh, Ultimate comics and I loved when Miles was introduced and I loved the way they handled the the death of Peter Parker and yeah. and all of that. And you took it and you made it. Hey, you know what? If it was just uh, boring, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You done goofed up. And I, I get the implication. I understand what they wanted to do, but I think they failed. Yeah. Um. And with the Fantastic Four coming back, uh, uh, and they're from the previous universe, like they're the same characters. Like I want to believe that Marvel is kind of pushing back on that idea to allow more creative things. Like, hey, they do remember their previous lives. Yeah. So I'd like to think maybe because he's not the only ultimate uh, refugee. Uh, yeah, um, Jimmy Hudson. How, let's see how long he stays when the book gets canceled. Yeah, because that book's almost over. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm a little. I'm look. A new Spider-Man book. Miles is still a good character. He's a very important oh, character. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so we're not bashing on him. It's good that he's getting a new title, especially after Bendis, because a lot of the uh, Jessica Jones is kind of MIA right now. It's it's getting like a digital book. It has a digital book. Oh, it has one? Okay. Yeah. And now it's, and that's done. And this is a good creative team. So like, I'll definitely pick up this first issue because I'd like to read another Miles book. But like, if it's just, hey, it's just, it's another Peter Here's Parker. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like not Peter Parker being doing the same thing. I'm like, yeah, ah. I mean, Miles. Hey, remember when Peter Parker was a teenager? Well, what if what if he was a black teenager? Yeah. yeah. Did, did you say who who his first villain is? Yes. Yeah, so his first this villain. Is boring. His first villain is going to be Rhino. That's so boring. And he had this. Ahmed um, had this to say: of all the Marvel tropes, the hard luck supervillain is maybe my very favorite supervillain. Uh, su- favorite. And Rhino is sort of the er example of that. It's precisely because he's sort of an artifact of the Silver Age of comics. This hulking prehistoric monster versus Miles as a sort of young face of the modern superhero. There's going to be some fun back and forth between them. Okay. Yeah, all right. If it, hey, man, if it, like I said, if it's good, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. But Definitely. Is the, the central premise is like, oh, it's kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. Anything more you guys wanted to add before moving on to uh, yeah. something I'm kind of excited about? I mean, I'm glad uh, for more Miles Morales, but sure. at the same time, it's like one of the things that made Miles cool, in my opinion, was the fact that he took over after Peter Parker died in the this is al- This was always my fear after Secret Wars. Yeah, when, and now when they brought him to 616, I was always afraid of this. And now that he's just chilling 616 and they're redoing his origin story, it's like, no, I liked yeah. it before. Yeah. That was better. And Spider-Gwen, like, why, why not put him back in the Ultimate Universe? Yeah. Spider-Gwen has, has, has established that you can have a title existing in a different universe. Book's canceled. Spider-Man's new book coming out. Go Spider. Is it going to be in its own universe? Yeah. Good. And then um, Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. That's yeah. in a different universe. It is, yeah. You, this, clearly there are spider books that, that are set in different different worlds. Yeah. Because Miles was already in the 616. Yeah. You'd have to do a whole story to put him somewhere else. And I guess it would be kind of weird 
to be like it's almost like a like a Cloverfield paradox situation, like going back to a different universe, like with a different fam, like because he can't go back to the regular Ultimate Universe; it doesn't exist. So like, they would have to do some really weird shit to be able to just turn it back to what it used to be. Yeah, and it's comics; they can do that, but I don't think they will. No, that's the and thing. they that's and the they thing. want and they want Miles to be in the main universe. Yeah, they yeah. want to make it work. They just I just don't think that better. they have the idea to make it work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, well, Freedom Fighters is coming back. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, boy. Uncle uh, Sam? Uh, uh, he might be dead. <laughs> oh. So the the Freedom Fighters are a, a group of superheroes existing on Earth X where uh, Nazis had won World War II because they had Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we last saw them in Multiversity. Hell yeah. Uh, that f- the first page of Multiversity is Hitler taking a dump. Yeah. Of that, that is, Nazi wine. That is a great, great issue. It's drawn by Jim Lee. Yeah, it's great. Uh, some of his best work, I think. Yeah. Um, Evil yeah. Superman's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nazi Superman. They had like oh, I think his name was Overlord. Yeah. Overlord. 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 Yeah. Um, Where his S was like the SS. Yeah. And so then, cool. Uh, Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters. Now this is not the first time the Freedom Fighters have, have been trying to come back in the New Fifty Two. They tried doing mini series of the Ray and Dole Man and Phantom Lady. Those didn't pick up, but they were clearly working towards a Freedom Fighters uh, mini, uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But again, it didn't work. Um, uh, Phantom Lady is on Terrifics right now. Also, a new version. But this will be a 12-issue maxi-series bouncing off of Earth, off of Multiversity, Earth-X. Okay. Which I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that, that's kind of unclear, but they, they definitely, like, we're, we're, like, taking inspiration from that. So I think probably set they the They did same. so much with Multiversity, and then they're just, like, leaving it alone. Like, you could totally just explore more of that. I'd be happy. Morrison does claim he's doing Multiversity, too. See it in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know what? No, I won't say that because we have, we're getting Wonder Woman Earth 1 Volume 2. That is the most surprising thing that yeah. he is on track with that. So, all right. But anyway, so there's also going to introduce the Plastic Man, the SS. Oh, I get it. That's awesome. So the so Plastic Man dies, yeah. and they use his his like DNA to make the Plastic Men, the who plastic are the, the the new SS, blue eyed, blonde haired people. They all look the same, and it's supposed uh. to be like super creepy. I'm kind of stoked for that. That sounds funny. It's going yeah. to introduce new versions of the Human Bomb, Black Condor, as well as Doll Woman instead of Doll Man. And Phantom Lady. Um, so it l- it's set in 2018, but the Earth X version of 2018, and we'll see kind of bouncing off of you know the assassination of John F. Kennedy era, era but because the Nazis won, doesn't like he says he's going to do something new with that, which I'm kind of intrigued to see. Um, did I say who it's by? Not yet. Rob Vendetti. Okay. And Eddie Bar- Barrows. Eddie now, Barrows is great. I'm not crazy about Robert Vendetti because I didn't like his Green Lantern run, but I'm really liking his Hawkeye run, so I'm hoping for some good things here. Hawkeye. Hawkman. Hawkman. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got half of it right. Yeah. Yeah. Why not the hawk part? Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm. 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 The kinda story stoked of for the this. reincarnated archer. We all know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. It's great. Uh, I'm really stoked for this. I love the Freedom Fighters. Um, Uncle Sam is going to be in it, but Listen, I really hope so. Listen, you can't. You can't have a Freedom Fighters book and not even have a little Uncle Sam. He could be dead. Yeah. At this point, because he could be like the Freedom Fighters from the '60s. Yeah. Just have a new Uncle Sam. Uncle Sammy. Make it a girl. Piss people off. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, dude. With the beard and everything. Dude, that'd be dude. Um, if uh, Colonel Sanders can be Reba McIntyre, then like totally we can have a lady Uncle Sam. Anyone else excited or about call this? Call her Aunt Sammy. Yeah, it could work. Yeah, sure. Anyone else excited about this one? Mm, no. No, why not? It it just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. He doesn't like America. Well, or actually Nazis. Wait. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I'm backfired. I mean, like <laughs> I, you know, if somebody tells me, "Hey, you should really read this," then you know, I'll right. read it. But like, it, yeah. it, uh, off the cuff, it's. Not something that grabs me. And I, we don't have a lot of the story details right now. Um, and it is something that I like the JSA. I have a I have a nostalgia for like old superhero teams. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Sam is definitely one of them because he's so stupid. Yeah. 
Uh, like in Earth X Men, it's just like you're speaking American. You can't do that here. <laughs> oh, that's that's so, so good. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, I'm kind of stoked for this one. Moving on, Martian Manhunter is getting a new 12 issue miniseries. Hell yeah, this Ooh. looks dope. All right. Uh, does this remind you of, of the Martian Manhunter DCU series? Because it reminds me a little bit of it. Uh, yeah, but which was good. That honestly. was good. That yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not try- saying accusatory. I think this is going to be more in line with like. Like kind of like the vision. Yeah. Well, this is a twelve issue mini uh, maxi series. Sorry, from Steve Orlando and Riley Rosmo. He's his art. His art is super cartoony, and I love it. Steve Orlando is saying that this is like his dream project. So I'm kind of stoked for this. Um, and he says, in the past, Jean has been too perfect. One of the reasons people have not connected to uh, to him is that he was a perfect upright cop on Mars. And yes, his family died, but it was not. It was no fault of his own. And then he comes to Earth, and he had, and he was perfect. So basically, what they're doing is. Uh, they're going to reimagine his origin story a little bit, make, kind of making him a little bit more sympathetic, uh, probably a little bit more like Superman, who, um, you know, has, has like this tragedy. Yeah. You know, he lost yeah. his planet. And like Martian Manhunter. They are similar. Yeah, Martian Manhunter doesn't really have that. And Martian Manhunter is stronger than Superman. He's like the, he's like the dopest superhero that they have. Yeah. He's he can got, do anything. He's got all of Superman, Superman's powers, and he can shapeshift. Yeah, but he doesn't like a little bit of fire. He doesn't like fire. No. But he loves Oreos. Yeah, and kitties. And kitties. Uh, <laughs> I just remember that Le- Just League episode where he goes, Kitty, and the cat <laughs> yeah. runs away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also out in December 2018. Uh, I really like the DCU miniseries. I'm looking forward to this. I like Marshall Manhunter. He's been really good on Justice League. Yeah, when the New 52 happened and they kind of like like blackballed him, like he wasn't anywhere. Stormwatch. Yeah. On Stormwatch. Uh, he, well, he was part of Just League of America as well. Yeah. But was, that was years He was later. on Stormwatch and then they put him on Just League of America and then... But like he, he wasn't was part of the Justice League. Yeah. And yeah. there was like this weird issue where it's like, hey, remember this happened? With, there's like this great splash page of the Justice League finding the Martian Manhunter. And it's like, when yeah, did and that he's like happen? A, he's like a bad guy. Or, it's, like, or, or it's like they don't trust him. It's like, yeah. when did the this happen? The New 52 happen? made John Jones an asshole. Yeah. 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 Which and I he's not. <laughs> I didn't appreciate because I actually... Which was a running theme for the New 52 actually. Make everyone an asshole. Yeah. Superman, Billy, John. Oh my God! Yep, uh-huh. everyone. Do you care about Martian Manhunter at all, Sparky? Oh, I care a lot. Yeah. I'm really glad that they're doing something okay. with Martian Manhunter. Uh, I feel Ri- like he's been sidelined way too much. Yeah, Riley Mosmo did the art for Batman Who Laughs, I mean, uh, the the one oh, shot, yeah, the, yeah. the super cartoony. Oh yeah, yeah. I like his art style a whole lot. Well, Walmart is getting some new titles. <laughs> it's probably oh. some bullshit character no one likes, right? No, it's Swamp Thing. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I knew that. Trigger- Ryan, are you triggered? Uh, I have to go to Walmart now. <laughs> uh, look and not find anything. Yeah, you, right. Do you guys remember the, when we when we talked about how Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder are doing a Swamp Thing story? Oh shit! Guess no. where it is? Oh, no. It's, is it, I th- oh, no. it's really? It's in Walmart. In the uh, Swamp Thing Halloween Horror Special coming out October seventh at Walmart stores. I'll be there October sixth at eleven fifty nine. No. Yeah. No. This is the kind of thing that I was. Oh, yeah. this is bullshit. Like, I really, like, I love Tom King, and I, like, I'm bummed I'm not reading his Superman, or I'm not reading Bendis' Batman, but, like, there's gonna be a new Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo Swamp Thing book. That's, like, I am, I have to get this book. At least I they're giving us a, it. At least they're giving us a release date for yeah. this one. I have to get it. So that's out October 7th. Uh, there will also be a 80-page uh, Walmart DC holiday special, not to be confused with the holiday special coming out in comic book stores. That will be out November 11th. And that's all, like, reprint stuff, probably, right? I think so. Yeah. And then um, Flash is getting a 100-page uh, uh, giant uh, as well, sorry, in 2019, February. So they're definitely keep pumping these books out, even though they're no, they're not, <laughs> you can't buy them anywhere. So they're in 3,000 stores right now, and Dan Didio is, hopeful, is hoping that they're going to be in all 5,000 soon. There's only 5,000 Walmarts? Apparently. That seems small. Huh. Yeah, yeah, doesn't it? That's that, crazy. that does seem a whole lot yeah. small. But, boo. 
Yeah. Hey, man. Hey. If they get people in comic stores. No, no that, that's fine. That's Getting top, people in comic yeah. books is fine. But the thing is, trying to find these damn store, these books at Walmart is so effing hard. And admittedly, yeah. it's not DC's fault. It's Walmart. It is. Yeah. It's Walmart. Not, I'm, bla- I'm not blaming DC for this. They're not ordering enough. I'm blaming Walmart because there's a Walmart right by our house, my Sparks and Ryan's. And I checked once and there was nothing. I think I saw like a random Absolute Black Panther comic there once. I went, I went to nothing. three Walmarts nearby. Yeah. Nothing. Yes. You, I would think with like they keep pumping out more books. So, like hopefully they'll be in more demand and like they'll have a bigger stock. But it, not they haven't pr- shown us to that yet. They Do we know it. if we can order these online? You can't. No, we can't. No. Yeah. Fudge. And Tom King's Holling is like, hey guys, like I di- I didn't make this deal. Like they asked me to write this book and I don't know where it's going. And like it went to Walmart. So like it's it's all business shit. We better like write to Walmart and be like, yo, order more. We need this book. I'll just I'll call I'm, them. I'm tr- still hoping that especially the Bendis and the Tom King stories get traded. Yeah. And it, that'd be a mistake. They'd, they'd be losing so much money if they did do that. I'm hoping yeah. so too. I'm not Sparks, do you have anything you wanted to add? I just, I'm bummed that I can't read Walmart comics. Me too. Me too. I mean, walking into a Walmart, you feel like... I read this... You already feel like you want to die when you walk into a Walmart? No, I actually read that um, the only people who go to Walmart are vampires. Because they because ha- there's a greeter and you ha- you have to be invited into Walmart because yeah. vampires can't go anywhere. You feel like a vampire in. when you walk in there. Get, <laughs> yeah. Fix your lighting, Walmart. <laughs> yeah, it's it's soul sucking. Yeah, but boo, yeah. boo, yeah. hiss. We boo. all agree. Well, Vision had an interesting run this week. Yeah, the comic's coming out, right? Nope. Oh, so okay, bye. In the DC, in the in the Marvel previews catalog uh, was solicited a Vision number one uh, by uh, Chelsea Kane. Yep. And uh, they canceled that. Yeah, it's a they just not right cancel it. Yeah, out of nowhere, even to the writer herself. <laughs> That's kind of messed up. Yeah, uh, you got the you got little quotes there for or something. Uh, yeah, I have to pull them up. So can you vamp a little bit? No, yeah. So uh, after Tom King's incredible vision, there it is. Miniseries. I'm incredibly proud of the four issues we've turned we've turned in so far. It's been two years of work, uh, and reflect tremendous effort by the, by an incredible by an incredibly talented team. It kills me that we won't get to share them. Forgive me, Viv. So that book is almost done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the reasoning that I f- that, that I was able to find uh, is because Tom King's run is a very hard R, very mature look at the vision. A and very good look. Very good. Yes, we uh, did that as a book club. Yeah. yeah. Did we? Did we? I don't know. Maybe it was at the very beginning. Wait, wait. Are we talking about Tom King Swamping or no, no? Tom, Tom no. King's oh, Marvel Vision. Hold on, Tom King Swamping. I want that. Well, he. It's well, called. It's called. Yeah, the, the Winter Special, right? Yeah, yeah. That we, came out. We read I, that. Yeah, and it made me cry. Oh yeah. Yeah, we read yeah. that. No, no, you're oh, right. Wow, you're right. So Tom, good. Yeah. Tom King Vision. I think you talked about this before. The, all of us had to read it. I, anyway, it doesn't. It's fine. It doesn't uh, really matter. Yeah, but. Uh, it's it's a very mature, awesome book. It's gonna and be a six issue miniseries. Yeah, it was gonna be a sequel to that book. It was gonna be a straight up sequel. But since that book came out, like Vision has been uh, like on the Avengers team, being different, and Viv, his daughter, has been on Champions, being a young teenage girl. So I think from what I read is like. Marvel did not want that mature book to coincide with their young version of these characters, so they just straight up like, like got rid of it, Lame. and that's real shitty. Lame. That's super shitty. And even like the writer didn't find out it was getting canceled. Until the writer, it happened. the writer of Champions, Jim's up. Yeah, Jim's up. The writer of Champions, like, hey, I have, I had no input on, you know, I just write my version of these characters. Like, it sucks that this book is canceled. I have no idea why it happened. Uh, and it just seems like you can still, you can have both versions, guys. That's called Elseworlds. That happens all the time. Yeah. It's very, it's very easy to do. You guys do your own books of that. It's not that. It's 
it's not like we're gonna confuse this with yeah. other things. It's, it's exactly like, the the renew your vows thing. That's a different Spider Man universe. Yeah, like you could totally have coinciding books. Like it's it's a real shame. She's not. She's very pissed about this. Look yeah, what she, I would look, be. Look what she just said. Look what she said on Twitter. You know what I just realized? I think that at Marvel thought I would be quiet about this whole vis- kill Vision comic thing because I was quiet after Mockingbird was canceled. Let me clarify. I was quiet then because I was scared. Not of you, Marvel, of the internet. Yeah. Because Mockingbird was heavily chastised because, uh, for being like like overly feminist. I guess yeah. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's but, the reason, yeah. but now she's just like, no, this is shitty have that's you read that marking bird by the way i've not i've heard it's good i've heard it. i read it yeah it's good yeah that's good, good stuff that's i don't good. Uh, everybody freaked out for no good reason yeah <laughs> bunch of man babies. sounds about right yep um yeah sounds like the internet in a nutshell yeah so that really sucks yeah dude i'm was, bummed about that i was looking forward to some more of that kind of vision poopy yeah. all right we're well, moving on uh to so some casting news we got a casting of swamp thing well, not Alec Holland. Nope. This will be cast by it will be someone else. Um, it was it was a rumor until someone confirmed it. So you know, I want to take this with a little bit of a grain of salt. This could be not true. It's totally true. But it might be. But it totally. It's is. a it's a stunt actor who does, who's been Derek Mears. Yep. Uh, who was uh, you might know him from Friday the Thirteenth, the reboot in two thousand nine. He's also been a predator. He's also been many other horror. Predator. People. He was in Agents of Shield this yep. this last uh, season. He's in the newest season of Twin Peaks. He is going to be the monster in the suit. Now, it's going to be a suit. He's a big dude, too, so yeah, it works. You know what? Nah, I'm down. Yeah, so look for the Wes Craven movie for a reference. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's so bad. They'll probably do some CGI touch-ups to make yeah, it yeah, look probably. a little bit better. Yeah. Um, there's going to be someone, someone else going to play Alec Holden. But, however, the writer of the show had this to say about the show in general. We always set out to make Swamp Thing as hard R as we could and go graphic with the violence, with the adult themes, and make it as scary as possible. Because we're doing it through the DC streaming service, they really pushed us, although they didn't have to push hard, for us to go as extreme as we as we could. We really took our, insp- our inspiration from the Alan Moore run in Swamp Thing. This landmark, I think, run, fans of that series will know it gets pretty weird and extreme and scary. I'm looking forward to the show, guys. I'm so looking I am, forward to the show. They're saying all the right words, which makes me even more scared that it's not going to pull it off. But um, yeah, dude, like Swamp Thing fights like literally evil itself, like the the personification of evil. And he does, and he loves. He has a wife, an actual wife, where they make love and they kiss, and then she's thrown in jail because they don't like that she sleeps with a plant. It's really weird, beautiful, crazy stuff. And like, it seems like they're going going the route. I think they might do like a. Like a Silver Surfer route, where like they'll still give like him a different voice because I don't know this guy's voice is fine, but I don't think they'll probably want someone more like Lawrence Fishburne. And like Silver Lawrence Fishburne Surfer. as in Silver Rise Surfer. Of, right, you're talking about the movie Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. yeah. Wait, um, Lawrence Fishburne was the voice of the Surfer? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. And yeah. um, Doug Jones was the body. Yeah. Yeah. I so, knew that. But so, I didn't know he was. And, and like Hellboy stuff like that, where they do different. The first voices. Hellboy, it's like Niles is Niles is, is Abe. I wish I remembered his name. Yeah, me but too. he's Niles from Frasier. <laughs> He's a, but then Doug Jones is the voice of, yeah. uh, is, is just the voice in the body. But yeah, dude, hard R, like Swamp Thing. Like, when you say that for Titans, I'm not sold. When you say that for Swamp Thing, that's perfect. So, uh, did you see the set photo of the the, the clear set photo? Yeah. Of Doom Patrol? Yeah. Yeah. Old, old, old oh, 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 Robot Man. A robot Man. I yeah, he's got that. he's got robot legs. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I saw the one for Titans, but I haven't yeah. seen the one for uh, Doom oh, Patrol. Were you thinking of Titans? Is that why you were getting sad? Yeah, because I was saying like when I think of like oh, rated okay. R, Titans isn't what I think of. Like, Swamp Thing makes sense. Doom Patrol makes sense. But Titans is like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I didn't put this in the news, but we also got a... This is a good time to bring it up. We also got a first look at Jason Todd in Titans. He looks just like Dick Grayson. Yeah, looks just exactly like him. Looks like like the younger. exact same suit, just a little shorter. It's the mini-me. Yeah, it's okay. Did I see... No, I don't think I saw this. It's not. It's whatever. It's fine. Okay. Um, But 
you know, Arrowverse stuff. It's cool that Jason Todd is in a show, so we're getting like Jason Todd and Dick Grayson in like an actual show together. That's cool. Let's hope it's good. I agree. Uh, also, Jason Todd wasn't Robin at the same time as Dick. So there's Dick two Robins. Was, Dick was Nightwing when yeah. he, when Jason Todd became Robin. So it's weird. Yeah, all right. Um, that's actually the thing that bugs me the most. I'm like, just make him Nightwing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so Arrowverse got some casting news. Uh, the one that was sweeped under the rug I wanted to spotlight first, Cassandra Jean Amell, has been, uh, wife of uh, Stephen Amell, has been cast as Nora Freeze. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the wife of Mr. Freeze. Or... The wife, the wife of Nora Freeze, is that what you said? No, the wife of, of Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Victor but Freeze. before that. Victor Freeze. Okay. Um, so that's kind of cool. We, we, I mean, you were speculating, Sparks, that he could be, that she could be. I, I feel like if they're doing this, it's potential for Mr. Freeze to be part of the Batwoman show. Which would be cool. Which would be very cool. I don't, know why, I don't know why you would go with casting her yeah. for this crossover if that wasn't a thought. Yeah. So. You think there'll at least be a mention of Victor Freeze? There has to be. There has to be, right? Like just a Victor? Yeah, there has yeah, to yeah. be without having. There ha- could like, be. It's weird introducing Nora and have no mention of like the the, the guy that like you know Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that's kind of cool. But also we got our Lois Lane. Somebody Ooh. save me. Elizabeth Tulock has been cast as uh, Superman's other Lois Lane. Yeah, she's a pretty lady. She's gonna go well with that Tyler Tyler Hoechlin. Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to this crossover, guys. When is it coming out? December, I think. Oh, I have it written down. It's October 9th. No, the crossover. Yeah. The crossover is October or No, the, the shows start in October, so the crossover can't quick. be that soon. So, let's Vamp. talk. Hey, Vamp. so you're the only person who's, who's caught up on all the shows. Which one's the best one right now? Uh, Supergirl? My opinion is Supergirl. Supergirl. I can understand why some people would feel it's uh, either Legends or Flash. Did Flash get substantially better at the end uh, of the season? Because that first half wasn't great. Um... Not substantially, but I mean, it, it didn't get worse. The first part of the crossover is December 9th, then 10th, then 11th, and it's done. December, There we cool. go. Okay. December. Good job, Ben. Christmas time. All right. Christmas time. Guys, speaking of Superman, Schrodinger's Superman has begun. Oh, yeah, this. I'm so excited. <sighs> I, see, I love that title. I see memes on this all over. Like, my Facebook my Facebook feed was just like slammed by people posting articles like Henry Cavill's fired as Superman and me. But nobody like, saw that. Nobody saw the next bit of news. No, which was interesting. I mean, I did click on one and then it said updated. And agents said they're not, but we still don't know for sure. So here's so here's so. the news. So as as we all know, you know, historically we don't know if Ben Affleck is going to play Batman or not. Yeah, uh, it's looking like not. But THR reported that Henry Cavill has has no longer going to has left the role of Superman behind. Um, He's traveled to Rivia. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's that really bummed us out. What was strange is Ryan, what? you sent us a fake THR report that Henry Cavill had left. Oh, I forgot yeah. that. That yeah. was like, what a week ago. <laughs> like, no, that was like, like, a, like a, a month and a half like ago, a month dude. Ago. Month oh my ago. god! How that's long have so you had that nose ring, buddy? Oh, like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's it's. Um, I thought that was really funny that actual THR reported this. That's so weird. <laughs> um, god. So yeah, uh, so THR reported that Henry Cavill has left the role of Superman. And then his agent almost immediately posted a thing, said the cape's still in his... We're still working with Warner Brothers. The cape is still in his... Is, is in his um, closet. Closet. You know, blah, blah, blah. So, like, okay, well, we'll wait for a, a statement from Warner Brothers. Then Warner Brothers released a statement. I have it. Here it is. While no decision <laughs> have been made regard, regarding any upcoming Superman films, we've always had great respect for and a great relationship with Henry Cavill, and that remains unchanged. <laughs> we like him, but not enough to put him in a movie. So yeah. that... That's a weird statement. This is neither confirming nor denying if he's going to play Superman or not. It's because yeah. they they don't want to say 
he's done because that would piss so many more people off. So they're just being cagey about it. Mm-hmm. Because because what's clear is that THR's report, at least in phrasing, is wrong. It's yes. not that Henry Cavill left Superman. Warner it's Brothers, that Warner Brothers has not decided if they're even using him anymore. Right. It's not you, it's me. So then Henry Cavill posted a video of him with the Superman toy, um, which looks... So we can extrapolate... The same toy that Ryan got me for Christmas, by the way. Yeah, it's very expensive. So <laughs> It's not expensive. So with the... So from that, we can all extrapolate. At the time being, there's nothing to, there's nothing to say. Henry Cavill is still Superman. Should Warner Brothers come a calling? But right. there is no Superman film in development, in which case there is no Superman. Yeah. There's like when his agent tweeted that that the cape's still in his closet. My first thought was the cape shouldn't be in his closet. He should be out wearing also that TM- cape. TMZ said it was an invented conflict. Uh, to try um, that there's no real discussion over the main role because there's no active Superman project. There should be. I, I mean, I believe that, which is unfortunate. Superman they're working should, on twelve Joker Superman movies. should be the backbone of this universe. So yeah. it's, I'm truly baffled. Like, like ba- Ben Affleck, like I like Ben Affleck as Batman, but like he didn't give his best performance in Justice League. And if he doesn't want to be there, that's fine. Clearly, Henry Cavill likes being Superman. They're your two main characters of your entire universe. How does this happen? How, how, I, I'm really baffled. Like how, like the people upstairs are like, man, so what do we do? How do we get to Superman? Like, hey, read a comic. There's literally 75 years of comics you can look at. 80 years. 80, oh my God. Yeah. How, how, how long have I had the snow ring? That's yeah. even more. <laughs> Jesus. It's just like, it. It. it's shocking that yeah. it's like they're, the incompetence, incompetence is happening. Yeah. Sparks, what do you got on this? I, I mean, I stand by what I said. The difference between Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck is that Ben Affleck has been playing a game. You and I talked about this last week, yeah. uh, Ryan, that, that yes. Ben Affleck played this game of if Ben Affleck gave a crap at all, he could have put all the rumors and everything to bed a long time ago because it wasn't Warner Brothers that was making a decision, is Ben Affleck still Batman? It was Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck decided to not actually say anything or give any concrete answers or say, no, I still care about being Batman or no, I don't care about being Batman. It was back and forth. Because Ben Affleck doesn't care and doesn't care how the fans feel about it. He doesn't. He's, he's checked out. Um, Henry Cavill cares. He cares about being Superman. So we know that it's not him leaving the role. So whatever happens from here, it's all just, is Warner Brothers going to use him still, or are they not? And that's all it is. Man there was of Steel a, came out, what, 2013? 2013. Jesus. There was an insider who was saying some things like, and so obviously take this with a grain of salt. Uh, I have not talked to this person. I just saw this on Twitter saying that um, Henry Cavill is upset that there is no Superman project. And, I would be And too. that's why, that's kind of where this story it. came from. I'm, I totally believe he's, that. He's their Iron Man. Like, Iron Man's not, like, the main de- uh, Marvel guy, like, in the comics. But for the universe, the, the MCU, like, that's like losing your Iron Man. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, how, like, how, do, how are we here? How are we here? We just we're had a Justice be- League movie. We're here because Warner Brothers has historically not known what to do with Superman. I point to Superman Live, Superman Flyby, and whatever the hell MCG Superman was supposed to be. Um... <laughs> We're here because Warner Brothers is trying to reinvent a DC film universe that's already in motion with the next Wonder Woman, Shazam, and Aquaman. And they don't know if they need to reinvent Superman or if they can do it with Henry Cavill. They literally reinvented Superman in Justice League. No, I know. (laughs) know, I know that. No, I'm saying But they hate Justice League because it flopped. Yeah. So, so to them, Superman in that movie doesn't work because that movie didn't work. Yeah. And to them, Superman and Batman v Superman didn't work because nobody liked Batman v Superman. 
Yeah, it has its fans, but like, ugh, yeah. No. But the critics hated it, and that was, that's why Justice League became what it was because the critics hated Justice because uh, critics hated Batman v Superman. Yeah. Now I've said this before to you guys privately. I'm going to put this on record. A part of me kind of really wanted to see what Zack Snyder was going to do. That five movie franchise he had planned that yeah. Jay Olivia keeps talking about. Ryan and I were just talking about in the car. I was like, you know what? I kind of wish that Zack Snyder's full vision for Justice League had come out because then nobody could complain about all the behind the scenes things making it a bad movie. They'd just be like, you know what? That was a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. Because I am fully convinced, even if we had Zack Snyder's full version, it would still be a bad movie. At least it would also at least be consistent with his other movies. Right. Yeah. Instead and of then, like, oh, half a movie. And then nobody could have that like, well, it's because of this. It'd be like, no, it's because it's bad. And they're like, well, people didn't turn out for Justice League. People didn't turn out for Justice League because they didn't like Batman v Superman, guys. Yeah. I know it has its fans, but they're not that And many. look, Wonder Woman made, it, it was critically received that it made a lot of money because it was good and they put care into it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's possible. Like, Aquaman looks awesome. And I think Aquaman is going to do pretty, I, hopefully it does pretty well. People seem excited for it. Uh, Shazam looks great. It's because you have people who care about it. It's like, just give it to Wonder a Wonder Woman 84 is going to make a billion. I, I, I'm putting this to you. I, ooh, yeah. Okay. Wonder Woman almost made a yeah. billion. No, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And I think Aquaman is the test yeah. that decides the future of the DC films. Yeah. I really do. Because if Aquaman can be received well post-Justice League, yeah. then it shows that they can do what they want. That's, as long Aquaman's as they, like, as like long the they stick to doing something good and creative, yeah. then it doesn't matter what they did before. Yeah. It just matters what they're doing now. It's just crazy right? to me that like we're working... There's a Joker, there's a Joker quote-unquote origin movie that's not tied to any universe in development right now. Suicide, I just read that Suicide Squad 2 script is finished. They're working on a Birds of Prey. A Birds of Prey film, a Joker Harley film. Um, hey, where's Superman and Batman, your two most important characters? Matt Reeves just apparently turned in the final, uh, first draft as Batman. Good. That movie was supposed to come out like two years ago. Yeah. It just is insane. Yeah. I never expected like... Superman should be the next film. Yeah. Like we, Wonder Woman 84, then Superman. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's so weird. I mean, if you want those Shazam in there, sure, but we want, I want in there a Superman. I'm dying for a new Superman movie. I, I want a Superman Shazam crossover. I would I love think, I think that should be the next Superman movie. That he was in Shazam, but now he's clearly not in Shazam, I guess. Yeah. So, like, uh, I don't think he was ever going to be in Shazam. But I think I think a sequel, because, you know, they they cast Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam forever ago. Yeah. Just do Shazam and Superman against Black Adam. Just do that movie. I don't yeah. care. Just See, do that it. Makes, that makes sense. Right? I remember when they casted um, Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam, and he was, like, so really excited for it. I'm this like, is, like, cool. before Ben Affleck. Yeah. And not Ugh. only that... They're like, yeah, he oh yeah, he's not. People ever cast. They're like, oh yeah, we're not gonna put, we're gonna give Black Adam his own movie. I'm like, no, don't do that. Put him he in was, Shazam. He was, ca- he was cast. So he was cast, and then they released that first slate of films that they were going to from 2014, from 2014 which is 100 different. Yeah, and they were gonna release that first slate of films. So it was, and then that film, and then and that slate was announced a Shazam film. So Black Adam was supposed to be in that Shazam film. Then through the course of this Shazam film's development, they decided to give Black Adam his own movie because it's The Rock. And now is he going to be the villain of Suicide Squad two or something? Or? That was that, that was rumor. a rumor. That was the rumor. I don't know if that's true. Here's anymore. the thing. Here's the thing about these rumors. Don't believe anything in the movies out. Like truthfully, yeah. we don't know what's going on in Warner Brothers' head. I don't no, think no, they you, you don't believe anything until it's in production. I yeah. really, really wish that I have an opportunity just to meet all these. I know it's not going to happen, but if I could, you can't sway I, them either. They're old and rich. I know, care. but then I'm going to sit there and just just yell and just like, "What the f is wrong with all of you?" You all suck. Like you hand them a comic and they're like, what's this? I don't yeah. know what this is. They're like, here, what is this? Oh, no, I'm just going to go. Toilet paper? I'm going to go light my cigar with $100 bills. I old, wish I could do that. Old white codgers. Yeah. All right. Codgers. Blech. Let's move into something that I think you guys are kind of excited about. Maybe really excited about. What? Um, now, I don't know a whole lot about this, Ryan, so I'm going to bounce the ball to you. I like balls. 
Nintendo. Whoa, nope. Back up. Backing it up. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, guys. In my hands. Ben, you're laughing no matter how far away you get from the mic. It is way too loud. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. That was so good. Ryan Oyopolis, my, my, our, my friend Scott over on the Sater Sphere podcast, <laughs> he just uh, got a little excited, yeah? I think. Oh, Scott's a good guy. Nintendo Direct. What is yep. this? Oh shit! Yes. So it's basically like a uh, uh, like every couple of months they put out like a like a, like hey here's what's happening for the year. It's basically just like it's almost like a uh, Nintendo's E3 because they don't do E3 anymore. They do their own like press conferences. So it's like micro E3. Like basically. when Marvel went to the El Capitan and said, "This is what we're doing." Yeah, it's basically yeah. just like mini E3s throughout the year. Yeah. Okay, so what did so what were the kind of things you were excited about that they announced? You oh, said, well, for me, uh, there's a new Animal Crossing, like a mainline, real ass Animal Crossing. Yeah, a lot of people are excited for Animal Crossing because yeah. I, I saw the direct too, and a lot of people I was talking to who did see it, they were just like, "Oh my god, we're gonna get a new Animal Crossing." One of these characters is in Smash. Isabel. Isabel. Yeah, she's great. She's cute. And then Luigi's Mansion is a third game now. Yes, yep. there was a second one for I the 3DS. When the first one came out. Yeah, actually, no, the they're re- they're putting the Wii the th- first game onto the 3DS. Oh, okay. Okay. So because yeah. the second one was a 3DS exclusive. Yep. And then now the first one is going to be ported to the 3DS. But it's also Luigi's Mansion 3, though. Yeah, which is going to be which is in development for the Switch. For the it's an actual Switch ass game. It's going to be a Switch. Okay. Cool. And then, uh, uh, Ben, you mentioned you were f- excited about some Final Fantasy games coming to the Switch. Oh, God. All I'm of se- them except the one good one? <laughs> no. S- 7, uh, 12, the Zodiac Age, which is already out but for the PS4. I mean, PS4. it's 8. They're not, eight's really good. I was actually... No. Oh, 8. I heard 8. I could, I've heard mixed reviews about 8. Yeah. But I heard 7 and 9 are also really, really good. So I'm definitely going to get 7. I'm definitely going to get 9. I already have 10 for my PlayStation 4, so I'm not worried about that. However, but... I was watching this Nintendo Direct, and they also finally announced what the Nintendo Switch Online thing is going to be. Finally. And I am such an effing Nintendo shill. Yeah, I'm going to get those. Tell th- me what. Tell me what that is. Oh, so for I'm tw- genuinely curious. Um, so when you get a Switch, you have there's a new online service where you can play online with your friends, and it's twenty bucks for an, for a whole year. It's like three ninety nine for like a few months, and it's like it's like twenty bucks for a year. But also they include an NES emulator in it. Which is you can play classic NES games. There's like no they, it, as far as I know, because before their thing is like, oh, there's gonna be like a title a month and then it's gonna go away. Oh, did they change month. that? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Good. Everything. Okay, because that was real shit. Everything. Shitty. Yeah. And also, if you get the NES, they have NES Joy-Con controllers, which will charge on the side of the Switch and will work with all the NES games to it. That's cool. And it's sixty bucks. So you guys know how like Xbox Live and PS Plus have like they get free games a month and you get to keep those games and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well f- before they changed it, the Nintendo server was like, hey, here's the game for the month and then once it's gone you don't get to play it again. Yeah. And that now, was real crappy and everyone complained. Yeah, now it's different where it's just like they're gonna keep releasing it's just NES. A catalog. Essentially now all NES tiles are probably gonna be up on the Switch. That's fantastic. That's well, really good. Maybe not all of them but a huge chunk of them. Like I saw Ice Hockey on there on the, yeah. the direct and I was freaking out because I have still have a physical copy and I love that game. Yeah dude um, uh, there's another Super Smash, or they're putting like a Super Smash. Ultimate oh, there's going to be a bundle. Yeah, so you can get uh, Smash, Smash Brothers bundle, uh, and a, and a super cool looking uh, uh, Switch and, and a Switch dock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll probably that's the one I'll probably pick up. Yeah, there's also the Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee uh, bundles for when that game comes out later in November. Game got some cool news. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. What, it, what else? What else in this that were you excited about? Mostly, honestly, Animal Crossing because I love Animal Crossing. But the last like couple games have been either on mobile or like mobile phones or on the, or on the or on the or 3D, no, no, on 3DS. the 3DS. Yeah, and those games are fine but i want a i want a big ass animal crossing no the and way those games are good but like i want to switch animal crossing no, the way nintendo has been doing the directs lately have been like everyone like hold up i'm gonna sit back and watch this for a half an hour because killing it i mean the animal crossing thing sure seeing isabel we're getting more new characters in smash that we never would have thought the next character is so. gonna be the 69th character it's gotta be a sexy character <laughs> nice <laughs> um <laughs> 
I mean, even seeing all the Final Fantasy games, like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles from the GameCube is going to be remastered. remastered. That's awesome. For the Switch. That's so cool. And I'm just glad that I have another chance to play Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 9. While I you can, wait for that remake never to come well, out. But yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I've, I really don't care about that FF7 remake. I yeah. just want Final Fantasy 16 now. Yeah. Or even they're going to get the pocket edition for Final Fantasy 15, which I I don't know what that is. That is so... Okay, so... It's, what is that? It's the full game, but it's like a chibi version of it. Really? It's yeah. the full Final Fantasy 15. It, it's, of course, it's not as epic as scope, but it's like uh-huh. the same story and like stuff. You can play it on your phone for is, half the price, basically. That is weird. It's super cool. Yeah, I mean it's cool, but that okay. I, mean, I, I put hundred hours into that game, so I don't need to play it. Yeah, anymore. I put a whole bunch of hours in mine as well. Shall we move on then? I think so. Yeah. Did, did you want to th- add anything, Sparky Sparks? It sounds neat. Thanks, boss. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like that sounds kind of cool. I'm no, I mean I'll, I'll buy a Switch. So, yeah. um, all right. So some trailers, and then we'll wrap up. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina released Ooh. the first trailer. Uh, uh, emphasis on chilling. Looks good. Uh, yeah, dude. Looks uh, looks, looks super spooky. I'm into it. I'm I'm, I'm I've got the comic uh, that it's based on. Uh, I have not read it yet. Is that Frank Avia? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and the show, the showrunner of the of the show and Riverdale actually wrote the Chilling Adventures Sabrina comic and the Afterlife with Archie comic. Nice. That's great. Ooh. Both comics have been canceled. Oh. Because they yeah. took too damn long to come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a busy boy. That's kind of like Archie they released like they released two issues a year. Yeah, that's kind of Archie Comics MO recently. Anyway, but the show looks really interesting. Uh, the premise of the comic is basically she goes to a demonic boarding school where they worship Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yeah. Cthulhu. Yeah. And that was a. That's really cool. Not Cthulhu, Cthulhu, who is a Black Hammer villain. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so I'm really stoked for this one. I have been for a while. Uh, I've not watched Riverdale since the pilot. Um, I watched the first half of that season. I'm like, eh, it's okay. Uh, but this looks really cool. Really like, I, I like. I think this could be a really cool direction for Sabrina. What, what, what do you guys think? Um, years of Ryan Murphy shows where the the looks are right, but the content is meh have made me go, yeah, this looks neat, but Will it when it comes deliver. to like horror television stuff. Sure, but this isn't Ryan Murphy. I know it's not Ryan Murphy, but I'm saying it's trained me to be like, okay, yeah, this has the look, but because that's what happens every single time Ryan Murphy makes a American, American Horror, horror story. story or a Scream Queens or a whatever. Um, and then, you're right, it's not Ryan Murphy, but it is an executive producer over from Riverdale, and I didn't like that. The showrunner for Riverdale is also the showrunner. Yeah, I didn't like that. It's probably going to be like 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 Riverdale, just more uh, spooky stuff. Right. Probably. And I'm like, and I'm like, "Mm." yeah. It's on Netflix too, so it's probably they're going to get away with a lot more. Well, but the thing the thing is that comic is really good, and if he is the showrunner for for this, I'm I'm really I'm really intrigued because. Riverdale is not Afterlife with Archie, and it's not. It's just kind of a darker Archie. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if they had just been like, okay, we're adapting Afterlife with Archie, and it's the as the creator, I think that would have been a really good show. Uh, so I, I've, I, I think that similarly, he could bring what makes the comic good into the show. Did you how much? Did you watch a lot of Riverdale or no? I I well, we did the pilot. Yes. And then I I saw bits okay. as other people around so, me were watching it, and yeah. I was like. So that show, do you remember it's being billed as like Twin Peaks-esque? Yes. Now that you've seen Twin Peaks, can you agree that it's like a way lesser, not cool? Like oh, yeah. It's like a sad imitation of <laughs> yeah. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is great. Like sad, yeah. bad imitation of yeah. Twin Peaks. Um, yeah. I actually fell off the Riverdale boat after season one. I uh, Season two's on Netflix. I caught bits and pieces of yeah. it. I just tried to watch it, but there's like... Oh look, better stuff to watch. It's it's so funny because I feel like like yeah, it's like just it's like really good trash, and I'm like I don't want to eat trash. <laughs> I want to. Oh good, yeah, I've good. heard people I've heard people say, and like I watched six seasons of Once Upon a Time, 
Yeah. So <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I understand watching a train wreck. Yeah. But I've watched one already. Yeah. I don't need to watch another one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would rather watch whatever current season is happening of Supernatural than watch more Riverdale. Uh, season 38. That's how much I did not enjoy watching Riverdale. Yeah. I felt like I was just wasting my time. Yeah. yeah. So I... I'm Guys, you have Twin Peaks. I'm just hesitant that. about Sabrina. I'm not saying sure. like, oh, it doesn't look, you know, like it looks, it, it looks right. I'm agreeing with you. It does look good. In my experience, it can look good and still be crappy. Yeah, because I thought Riverdale looked real good. And then it was like, And, ah, and I, yeah. I think every like American Horror Story thing, I, like they do the visual marketing. I'm like, wow, it looks like that'll be real neat. And you see the not. apocalypse stuff happening right now? It looks cool. <laughs> it's yeah. trash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry to anyone who likes American Horror Story. Nah, they almost suckered me in because they're bringing in like two of my favorite actual stories. You liked Coven? I did like Coven. Oh, I really hated Coven. I mean, that's your opinion, but that's I, the last season I love, I watched. I love Louisiana witch stuff. Yeah. Freak Show was the bad one. Yeah. Freak Show was trash. So I, I, I liked Murder House. I hated Asylum with a deadly passion. I hated Asylum. Which one was Gaga in? Hotel. Hotel. Hotel, okay. which was the fifth. And that one I kind of like mostly just for her because um, star is born because they did like a a modern 80s vampire uh like fright night her no 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 like that uh the 80s vampire mistress like fright night too okay yeah, there you go okay yeah um and then i watched coven and about the time where i started watching precious get raped by a minotaur i was like no nah, i'm done <laughs> jeez I'm good. Ryan Murphy just keeps raping women. I'm good. Yeah, no thanks, Ryan Murphy. I didn't mean to spread that rumor. He does not physically rape women, to my knowledge. Yes. <laughs> On TV shows, he tends to have people rape women, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's gross. It's he, well, he likes hitting hot buttons. Yeah, that's the thing. The election. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> With a whole American horror story, which is just, the, I hate that oh, Trump that was, was elected. Oh, that was cult, wasn't it? That was yes. cult. Yeah, yeah, that was the last one. I actually remember, because... Fanny and my sister, they watch Horror Story, and they're like, yeah, Colt wasn't that good. I guess I guess uh, Apocalypse has, like, Sarah Paulson playing three characters. Dude, I could I could do a whole... Yes, it does. I could do a whole discussion on, on the stuff with American Horror Story seasons. Yeah. That just is garbage. October's do, do you guys up? know... Real quick. Do you guys know about the mystery season, Roanoke? When it was yeah, a mystery I know, before I know, it came kind out? Of. Do you know what happened in it? No. no. Happened. Okay, so the first half of the season is um, is a fake reality show based off retelling like a docu-series so they have the actual people doing interviews telling you about an incident that happened in a house that's the first six episodes that sounds cool is this mock show of you seeing the things that happened to them and then you're seeing the the real people talk about it while they have dramatized actors then the second half of the season is that they decide we need another season of this popular docuseries show, so we're going to shove the fake actors and the real people all back into the house again. You lost what? me. You lost me. <laughs> what? And so for those first six episodes of the docuseries, you already know who's not going to die and who is going to die because it's it's That's... right there. Uh, all right. And and there's no horror to that, and then it's it's bad. Real quick, have you ever heard of a movie called Vantage Point? Yes. So it's it's the same yes. it's the same scene. It's just shot from like twelve different points of view, but it's the same scene shot from twelve different points of view. So you always know what's going to happen just from different points of view. And like, this is freaking terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> so we derailed a little bit, but let's yeah. get back on, on yeah. track. The Gifted. I like this show a lot. Has uh, I did too. I thought the first season was great. It has two new trailers. Uh, one for the Mutant Underground and one for the Inner Circle. Uh, speaking of perspectives. Basically uh-huh. the same trailer from different perspectives, and I kind of like that. Yeah, I actually really <laughs> enjoyed that I- that idea because uh, it is playing off the kind of the Civil War type thing. It's like if Marvel had released two 
two trailers for Civil War, one Captain yeah, yeah. America, one Iron Man. Did they not do that? No, they didn't. They should. Yeah, except there's like there's clearly good guys and clearly bad. Oh yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. which is a little less of a of a appealing Civil War situation. Yeah, but I I, I think that was a really cool idea. Um, I I think the show looks great still. I'm yeah. really looking forward to season two. Yeah, man, you got the the Hellfire Club, the Inner Circle. You got some more 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 uh, evil mutants. I'm yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I want to watch it. I, I don't know wait. how I feel about that leader of the Inner Circle. Yeah. Banshee? Uh, yeah. Don't know. I don't know if that's her name, but it's is that her power that she's al- it seems like it. Seems okay. like it. Yeah. I don't I don't think it is, but she's it's black like black it. bolt. I don't I don't know how I feel about her right now. Oh boy. Yeah, but she doesn't beatbox like in the black comics. No, so. you're right. Uh then let's move on to Hilda. Hilda yeah. looks sweet. Oh, that looks this so adorable. Is animated animated trailer uh for what did you call it? It's uh, a graphic novel that's based around Scandinavian folklore. It looks really cool. I love this kind of animation. I yeah. love this cute. kind of animation. You know what? It kind of reminds sweet. me of Steven Universe a little bit. Just a little. A little bit. A little. It's kind of like a weird marriage between Steven Universe and the Scott Pilgrim books. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was... That, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I think it looks I, really I good. Watch. I think it looks real Yeah, like nice. real real monsters and like they're all cute monsters kind of looks when like. When does this like, come yeah. out? Oh, oh, gosh. Hold on. I, I can tell you. Catch whoops. It. Whoops. Tell oh. me what your Vamp. favorite Scandinavian folklore, guys. Um... Jormungandr? Jormungandr. September, September 21st. Oh, September sweet. 21st. Okay. Cool, okay. Next yeah. Oh, um, two months. Two weeks. September. On, it's September now. Damn On it. Netflix. So. Hell yeah. It's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I so really do want to watch Definitely, that. if you guys have not seen that trailer, just check that one out. It looks really interesting. Yeah, uh, I think cute. Netflix's mm-hmm. animation house, I don't think they have an in-house animation style, but I think they've been putting some really good animated oh, yeah. programming on their on their service. Yeah. I, I like that just the feel of it doesn't feel like any other animated show I see on right now. Yes. And I appreciate yeah. that. Yes, I agree. Then let's get into our main topic, our review of The Predator. Now, guys, if you have not seen this movie yet, go stop this Spoilers. now. Stop it now. Spoilers. And go see the movie. Do it now. And yeah. go see the movie. Get to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, thank you. Uh, we will be re- we will be reviewing it in all of its spoilerific glory. So if you're not seen it, stop now and maybe Forever skip ahead. Hold your peace. But if you're still here, or you guys, if you just come back, or if you just come back, what did you guys think of the last ever Predator movie? Hee 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 hee. You're funny. I know. I try. Uh, you, you said, "Eh." I'll start with you then. Okay, cool. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was. I was entertained. There were some pretty cool kills in there, but at the same time, so the very end, I was sitting there thinking because there's like there's this pod that no one ever mentions until the we, very very end. Can we talk about that a little later? Because I, I I think we have a lot to unpack about just okay. that ending. Okay. Um. Let, let's let's dedicate some time yeah. to that. Other than that, I mean, I was entertained, but there are some parts of it where it's like, hey, how did so and so do that? Really, they killed that character off like that, and aw, they all died except for the main guy. That's stupid. Well, that's a, that's what happens. In I, don't know, I don't know if they that's get murdered. Happens. Yeah, but didn't both? Wait, you've, you've seen, I've seen Predator and Alien vs you know, Predator. You know, a lot of people die in those movies. No, right? no, I've also <laughs> actually funny. Okay, just making no, sure. No, yeah, I know a lot of people die in those movies. But actually, funny enough, I was watching Predator Two <laughs> a little bit of it last night, and God, that movie is bad. It's so bad. Holy shit! Hey guys, you can quick. thank it for Alien vs Predator, though. You got to give it some credit. Hey, you I guys want to know what the what the uh, what the Predator uh, species name is? What? Yaucha. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's uh, kinda great. I didn't know they gave him a species name. It's like it's like a you know how like the Covenant has like their own like uh, and Halo has their own designations. Yeah. It's like that's that. The Yaucha. Oh. Yeah, we don't know name name everything that we don't give a title to in the movie title Xenomorphs. We don't do that. Xenomorphs. <laughs> Xenomorphs. Shots <laughs> fired aliens. <laughs> Xenomorph <laughs> three <laughs> resurrection. Yeah. Anyway, uh all right. It's uh, alien, but it's a different word. Yeah. Sparks, do you want to go next? Oh Initial uh, thoughts? 
I liked it. Yeah? Yeah, no, I liked it. Um, I don't like it as much as Predators. I don't know if I like it as much as the original. I'm like in between on that one. But um, Wait, how there. would you rate the Predator films? I'm I curious. Don't, I don't know. Oh, we'll discuss this at I just the know, end. I just Give know, us time to I think just about know it. I like Predators a lot, and yeah. I don't think I like this as much as I like Predators. I yeah. grant that it's been a while since I watched Predators, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure I still like... tell you? My heart tells me I still like Predators the most. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll get into that probably next week. We'll talk about the Predator films uh, in more detail. Uh, Ryan? I, um, after seeing some of the reviews, I had some pretty low expectations for it, uh, but I overall had a pretty good time because I really enjoy Shane Black as a screenwriter and I love what he does with characters and for me what this movie had to do was introduce me to characters that I like so when they die I feel for them it did exactly that there are some bad plot points 100% but uh, I had a pretty good time with this movie yeah yeah, I'll agree. I, I had a good time with this one. I think it's also really funny. Probably one of the funnier Predator films. It was pretty like, funny. The there only are, funny Predator movie. <laughs> there are moments where I was cackling in the theater. Yeah, dude. Like the, the, the bit where, where the Predator kills all the people in the back of the truck and he just puts the, puts the oh, hand yeah. through the, the thumb window. Up, thumbs up through. See, I lost it. It seems like that where I think people just like weren't ready for what this kind of movie was going to be and they're just like totally checked out. Like, what? that is stupid. Yeah. And like, guys, it's a movie about aliens. It's going to be stupid. Yeah. No, no matter what. One, I lost it at that One moment. of my favorite jokes was, was when there was when uh, Olivia Munn's character goes to Stargazer for the first time and they're pointing the thing down and the guy's like, is this haunted room actually stretching? I'm like, oh yeah, they're all oh, Disney now. They the, can make that joke my now. My favorite part was the guy after. Yeah. My favorite part was the guy after totally was like, every time. <laughs> every yeah. effing time. Yeah, on a yeah. mansion and I l- Because again, one of those, th- those times because I, I thought that was great. I thought that was really funny. And mm-hmm. then when he was just like, every time, man. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think one I think of, I'm one of my you. favorite moments was uh, the dick bag at the top of House 420 who didn't answer the doorbell and decided I'm gonna throw oh, a, kid, a oh, can at this kid oh, <laughs> and, and then it, instant karma blows up. Yes. Dude, that was so unexpected. You yeah, you were shocked, dude. <laughs> I laughed. Yeah, dude. Oh, I was so happy. Yeah, that that little ten year old just like should have murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's so there are two predators in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. One. By the way, what an opening. I did not I expect it. It's straight opening. up just like oh, Star Wars is happening. Cool. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, with the with the how they tra- with the, how they transport faster yeah. than light. How they get into like dimensions and or like or yeah, I guess they do that. Yeah, yeah it's uh, like the faster than light job. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, and then so one ship was was chasing another ship, and then it crash lands. Um, and the 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 predator, uh, let's call him like classic ish predator. I think. Well, the other one's like a super predator. Yeah, so this reg- super predator. regular predator. And this, this this predator we found out later has human DNA inside of him, and that's kind of where the plot of the of the movie comes from. You guys just want to know if someone effed an alien, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, real do. quick, do we are we in the assumption that like all of the other predators before this also had human DNA? To See, m- that's the question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because yeah. I think the old, the super predator like that's like the, their next stage of evolution. So the idea, so the idea that Shane Black presented when he was talking about this film is that there's a civil war going on between the predators where some predators. Don't want to do this, and some do hybridization. They want to do hybridization. I think that's an some awesome don't. idea. I've, I've, I, I love the idea of uh, what my favorite aspect of it is: the idea that for predators, it's like there's a war between it, tribalism, spiritualism, and, and uh, science. science. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm, I like sure, that. I'm sure that would be detailed more in the second one. <clears throat> but I'll you know. read a comic if, if off, based off this. I'll I would too. Comic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Uh, by the way, I think I like this more uh, less than Predators. I like Predators a lot. I think I it's a really good movie. Um, I, my question about the the, the classicish Predator that comes to that comes that comes to Earth. If he's there to help, he kills a lot of people. He does. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Predators: like, if you pose a threat to them, they'll kill you. 
Sure. Because Olivia Munn was like huddled down, not doing anything. But he's also the only predator that we've ever seen come to Earth to help someone, to help yeah. to help us. So why doesn't he just be like, take me to your leader? It's a good question. Actually, I think, well, because I was watching AVP last night, and the one, you know the one predator at the end of the movie that actually helps out, what's her name? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because he kills a bunch of dudes too. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I but th- he, I think he was there to do it. That's his purpose is to be is to be there and kill those people and the aliens. So why does he help the lady though? He helps the lady because she proves herself in battle. Mm-hmm. Also, she gets his gun back because they're stealing the weapons. Yeah. They stole the weapons and then they were like, "Oh, here's, here's your gun." Maybe like, they're right, just cool, like the predator race is just like super like I just like killing unless I actually don't have to. Like they're just like nonchalant about killing people. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. maybe it's like if you point a gun at me, yeah, I'm gonna kill you. But if you don't pose a threat, it's like all right, cool. I'll listen to what yeah. you have to say. So my I don't know. so I think you know you guys are rationalizing it. I truly think it was reshoots. Like I think there there mm. were some we, there were some rumors about some pretty massive reshoots to this film. Yeah. Studio interference. Um, I I think. You can definitely tell towards the third act that you start seeing the seams a little bit crack, uh, a little bit crack. But one of the things I I think is that there weren't supposed to be a, there wasn't initially supposed to be a super predator. You think the so? Kind, the kind the kind that we see. I think it was, uh, or specifically, I don't think the ending was supposed to be the way it was. Yeah. Like I don't think this predator was here to help. I think it was just that we were caught in the middle of a war. That of all the things in this movie, that is the one that weirds me out the most because it makes me think like. Why would you want to like destroy your whole race? Like, why would you want to help another race destroy your race? Maybe because, and here's me rationalizing, he got the human DNA inside of him, and that makes him think more like a human. Like, oh, I see what's actually going on between these two races, and I have to help this lesser race. Yeah, but it's an underexplored idea. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I can think of. Um, a lot of unexplored uh, ideas in here. You mentioned you mentioned good characters. I do think there are really good characters. Um, however, I think his handle, Shane Black's handle of um, mental illness is baffling it's it's interesting he, it, here's the thing it's and not, not malicious he's not being offensive it's not no. negative it's just a very it, it's saying that people on the spectrum are like the next stage in evolution because like they're smarter than regular people even though they're like they have their own ticks and stuff yeah that's a very interesting way to look at like it at I, fir- like at first when um uh rory yes. who after the the kid those douchebags pull the fire alarm and he's just in the all the chess boards get knocked down yeah and then he just goes and fixes them he has exactly. such a good memory so, yeah. so rory so rory's not even the even the one that i i'm, I'm like that one's weird yes but ever all the all the the, all the soldiers all the loonies yeah like as soon as they got a gun in their head we're okay now well, no, mm, no. I yeah, don't think the Thomas okay. Jane's Tourette's disappears it's in the third act. That's because he goes back to being a soldier, and I think that's him. Like he's like, I never really left. That's not how Tourette's work. No, I, I, no, I get it, but like, I, I don't think, I don't think Shane Black is doing it on, uh, to be malicious, and he's not like, at all. He's doing it to be empowering. I just think he misses the mark. I, I agree with that. I, I, I do agree. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I do agree I, with that. Because yeah. I did notice that his Tourette's disappeared the second the, the also, what, when he what are fighting. so what are what is everyone's tick? So one has PTSD, one has Tourette's, one has faith. That was he's weird. Just crazy. <laughs> he's just—he just, he just believes in God. Well, he's like, just, I mean, he can just be crazy. Presen- it's presented in the fact that that's supposed to be a mental. It's presented, perhaps not intentionally, but that his faith is a mental illness. I don't I, know. I, I can I see what you mean, but I just think he might have just been a crazy loco, perhaps. who was just really religious. He's really touchy. Yeah, but yeah, that was he could be like a serial predator. <laughs> So let's not say predator derogatorily. They tried to help us. No, you're right. Sorry. Sorry, regular predator. Classic predator. There were one too many dudes in the loonies. Yeah, I'll you agree think so? with that. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what was the character personality of the dude wearing the cap? Uh, the guy who tried to kill himself? The kind of Irish? No. no. The, the one who was the, yeah, the one who was oh. the sniper who got oh. his arm taken off. The kind what of Irish What was his guy? character Oh, Theo Greyjoy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was Irish. <laughs> See? He's a magician. He didn't need to be there. 
True, but they one kill too him many off. Dudes. No, I get yeah. it. One too many dudes that were following for too long. That's fair. If they were going to just kill him, they should have killed him earlier. And they, they take a while to kill off the main characters, the loonies. They take a long time. Like, Which well, I appreciate. When we see the guy, the, the faith guy, he, he's being held up. Like, I was like, oh, that guy's dead. Yeah. But then they drop him. He's like, fine. Because yeah. I enjoyed every character in the loonies. I enjoyed them. I was able to connect with them. I cared about he's what like was the going on with them. One. One. And I didn't need him there ever. That's true. He was never that relevant. Nebraska yeah. is my favorite. Nebraska. Nebraska. <laughs> Should I have to worry about you? And he puts a. Uh, so he puts out his cigarette on his tongue. Probably. Like <laughs> I thought he was charming as hell. Yeah. yeah. I also like Olivia Munn a lot in this. Uh-huh. I'm actually, and I'll be 100. percent Like I don't. I've never really liked Olivia Munn as an actress. Like I didn't watch the newsroom, but I know she's good. But like she's, she's not excellent. In yeah. The newsroom. She's not good in X Men Apocalypse, and like she's been in some rom coms that were not good. Well, she yeah, wasn't. No. She didn't do, do anything in X Men Apocalypse, really. She right. But, has, but he's uh, saying from his view yeah, yeah. perspective, I, what she gave she's me been bad. Oh no. And I, I really, understand. really liked her in this movie a lot. I thought she was very good. Yeah, I like the the predator hounds redesigned from predators. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought that I thought they worked they worked well. Um, what I liked especially is the lobotomized one, dude. What yeah. a cutie! Yeah, dude. I thought that was kind of a cool. New idea. rule, yeah, I don't did shoot like that too. New rule, don't shoot my effing dog. What was yeah. with the shot of the real dog like running towards? Them? I was worried oh, about that. Was with with that was one of my uh, gripes is because they <laughs> never explain where that pit bull goes. I was thinking that he was uh, Roy was just gonna adopt him and then he Me just too. never. No, Never that dog disappears. Sparks in the theater is going, don't do it, Shane Black. Don't do it, Shane Black. Yeah, Me when too. the dog Me first too. showed up, I was like, don't the kill the dog. The predator dog's going to come I'm with him. you. I'm with you right now. Don't kill the I'm dog. I'm glad it didn't happen. But it was also like a misdirect because like, they don't do anything with that dog. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah, but when they're all leaving that area, yeah. you see one shot of the dog running towards them, and Rory's looking at it, and then you never see the dog. Yeah, yeah. it's like it doesn't. It's, ha- it's like what happened to the dog? Like literally, I was anyway, driving. Yeah. I was driving back to. So we were talking. So we were talking about its budget. This budget was eighty million, eighty-eight million. Eighty-eight million. That's pretty relatively million. low. Very low. Yeah. Uh, pretty low for a film like this. Uh, it explains why a lot of the shots were at, were, at, were at night. Yeah. Uh, that super predator. There are times where that thing looks terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was I was telling Ryan that I when we came out of it, my initial reaction was. I kind of wish there was more Predator in this movie. He's like, there was a lot of Predator in this movie. And I'm like, I wish there was more Predator. Not the super Predator mm-hmm. that's done in CGI. Like, actual Predator. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we it, like, it creates this exoskeleton that's pure black. And you're like, black on black doesn't work, buddy. Yeah. Saves you on money. Although, <laughs> quick little side note. One of my favorite shots in this movie is in the very beginning. It was after the Predator falls down. And um, he halves that one dude up in the tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, the blood is gone. And, of course, you think that he's dead. And then his, his eyes, eyes just jolt old. Oh, like, that oh, was sh- awesome. I know. I, that was I, real good. I'm the opening, oh, yeah, the first, like, 20 minutes were pretty solid. Yeah, that oh, yeah. part, I'm just like, oh, shit, this is Cause good. Because I, I, I also really like the design of the classic Predator. I think he looks really cool. Yeah. Um, I like I even like his armor. But, again, black armor on black sky. Come yeah. on, people. Let's what's, get some color What's the there. main character, uh, his actual name, Lloyd Holbrook? Lloyd Holbrook. Who, the only thing I know from was Logan. Yeah. And I think he's also very good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hopefully he gets more leading. I liked him in this. Yeah. I liked him in this. Um, what was I? What was I saying about the the predators? Because uh, I wanted to the talk budget about, and the super uh, predator look bad. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more about. I think the super predator mostly works. I think he's a really. Uh, I, th- I like the idea that he's got this tech in him, so he doesn't need the helmet. I think that's radical. Yeah, I think I super think hybridization. Really cool. Um, there's a scene where he's like on a gurney and there's like scientist predators looking over him like in like, uh, in, oh, like yeah. in the we mask. Oh yeah, the mask. I thought that was super silly. Um, this is also the first time that we see, that we hear the predator's language be translated. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, because mm. they, because we see the super one. Is, the super one's like, there's yeah, where'd right. you hide it? And we and it's mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm. I, you're gonna hate that I bring it up, but requiem. 
Oh, okay. Translate it in Requiem. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up, actually, because it reminded me of something. So you have a, so you have a, a, a not really a speculation, but this idea that the Alien vs Predator films exist in the, pre- in the Predator. Well, they do because you I, see the staff from AVP. That's what I was about to bring yeah. up. I was like, yeah. damn it, you're right. Yeah. I mean, it, not only the staff. Oh, one of the, that's one of the, what that staff was. Yes, the staff from AVP yeah. is yeah. in this movie. The alien tail. Yeah. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. yeah. So all I did, connected. I completely missed it. Which, I saw. which, if you qualify that, and I hate to give the credit, but like if you qualify Requiem. Requiem ends with them being like, what could we do with Predator technology? And it's like, hey, let's build Project Stargazer. It kind of has yeah. its pieces set up. Oh, so, yeah. Do they mention Stargazer in Requiem? No, no, no. 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 I'm, no. Saying, no, no, I'm no. saying because they have the technology, they Stargazer coming from that, makes where sense. Requiem left it. There's it, also a re- makes sense. There's yeah. also a reference to uh, Predator 2 when they're just like, they attacked us in 87 and one in 97. I was like, yeah. oh, that 97 timeline. They also have... Um, <laughs> they have they Gary have Busey's a, son. They have the picture. They have the well. Yeah, they have Gary Busey's son. But they also have the pictures that they show are from Predator Two. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the Predator Two is an interesting beast because it's 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 made in 1990, but it exists in an alternate 1997. Really? Yeah. See, I, that's why I asked you because I was like, "There's no way those movies no, are ten I, years that's apart." That's why I was like, "I don't think it came out in 97." No, it weird. didn't. It, it 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 takes place in 97. That's weird. And it's and it's, it's so dumb. Yeah. Predator Two is dumb. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I really liked all the callbacks. We see like the the the, the Easter egg trophy cases. Um, the AVP one. <laughs> yeah, was get to the choppers. I was happy oh, yeah. about that. Oh, stuff. The, the get to get the, the choppers, choppers line was so good. <laughs> that was the that was the, one of the best uses of that line since yeah. the first movie. I was yeah. thinking, I was like, what do you mean? Cho-? I don't see any helicopters. And then, of course, the motorcycle shows. Up, I'm like, oh, get to the choppers. I get it. Yeah, it's it's really when the one shoots herself in the yeah. foot. Good that's, on you. Yeah, like that scene when they're in the in the hotel and they're just interacting with each other. That was like super charming. It's like it's a bunch of like really good actors. Is like using a, a great script or like a really punched up script and it's just like a lot of uh, intertwined uh, comedy. I was like, she went for the gun. Yeah. Oh, she put oh, the trigger. I told you. Yeah. He's like, pay up 10 bucks. Yeah, all that stuff is, uh, I, I I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, when she when he's trying to give her tea, was like, she's going to wake up soon. Man, come on, get over here. Like, no, I just wanna, <laughs> just get over here. It's uh, like, we don't want her to wake up and use and us surrounding her. Just give her some space, man. Yeah, uh, I, I thought, uh, truthfully, I, I think this film was a lot of fun. I think the now that I'm thinking about the only thing I really have problems with are like plot stuff like all the character interactions are great yeah Um, Yeah. someone 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 posted this thing where it was like I think this is the worst movie I've seen in, in years I'm like Worst you don't watch enough movies. You don't watch enough movies. No, I do. I was like, so oh. I listed all these tons of films that I was like, I've seen that I think are worse than than than, Pred- than, than the Predator. And he's like, well, I guess I just don't watch bad movies. I'm like, oh, mother ever, shut up. Do you know what the Rotten Tomato score for this movie is? It's low, really thirty four. Yeah, thirty four. It was forty yesterday. Thirty. Okay, you might not like this movie. That's like really bad. That's not. I oh, do I not know. think this film is a thirty. Not even. Close. I don't think this film was a thirty four. That means that means this film is only. Barely better than Batman v Superman, <laughs> but I think this film is light years better than Batman v Superman. Ooh, good space joke. Oh, that didn't even oh, tend to. That's good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. I'll, ta- I'll, I'll take it. I I'll totally intended to do that. Uh, yeah, the, the Super Predator at definitely at times doesn't look good, but in a world where almost every movie has a bunch of CGI, like it, it, it doesn't but, uh, really But I also me. think it's really effective when he's hunting them. Yeah. Because I think yeah. that scene when, when, they, when they're being killed off. Damn, Rotten Tomatoes. What? Sorry, I'm reading their top description. The Predator has violence and quips to spare, but its chaotically hollow action adds up to another missed opportunity for a franchise increasingly defined by disappointment. What does hollow action what are you mean? What are talking about? What does hollow action mean? Hollow what? scripts, hollow characters, but action... It's they're, pe- they're implying that you don't care about it. I definitely care, care about, about the characters. characters. You you brought this you brought this it. up to me yeah, and yeah. I was and I was totally and I'm totally on board. Sterling K. Brown's death goes by way too fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a big problem that's for the, me in the movie yeah. because I was a uh, 
I, w- I was just lucky he, I was paying attention yeah. because otherwise I would have missed it. There's a Predator, predator cannon, cannon on, on his right shoulder. He looks to the left, so does the cannon, and it blasts his face off. But it happens so fast that you, if you weren't paying attention or you didn't, or you blinked, you didn't see it. It is seriously split it's second. Just, it's just done. And, and I'm like, that's, mentioned a, and that's a problem. Not only that, but, but it, the next cut is Olivia Munn dodging a, yes. a cannon blast. The and same so, cannon blast. The same cannon blast. So I was like, did they just kill Olivia Munn? Yeah. What really pissed me off about that is that Sterling K. Brown's character, his villain, was competent throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And he actually made me like, like no, screw the Predator. This I is liked a- him in this. Yeah, I liked yeah. him a lot. And I was like, man, this guy is really good as a vi- as like the two-faced <clears throat> villain where he's going to act like your friend at first. And then yeah, he's evil just scientist, like, man. I was like, oh, no, I'm not Still afraid. Still K. Brown for Two-Face. He's like, oh, I'm not <laughs> yeah. afraid to put a bullet in your head later on or, or have or have my snipers shoot your kid's kneecaps. I don't give a shit. See, the only... And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to turn to the left and be stupid and then blow my See, own freaking head off. See, the only way... Like, I don't disagree with you about him being, like, super competent. And then the only thing I can combat, combat that is, is, like, it's totally alien technology he doesn't true. know how to use. Very like, true. it's his own fault for not utilizing it. Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with how he dies. I it's just have a quick. problem that we just don't see And they don't it. mention we don't Because we, we spend it. time on most other people's deaths. Yeah. Even people that we don't care about. Yeah. Uh, but we don't spend any time on his. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not it's, even, it's not even very like, weird. You, you just add a couple more seconds. Literally, like random scientists, like when a Fred Predator first gets like unleashed, like they get more screen time than one of the main characters, and like it's so. Jake Busey crazy. also has an. Uh, it doesn't really have a death sequence, but I thought he was dead for a minute. Was it was, was kind of cool to yeah. see the Predator use uh, use one of our guns. By the way, that was kind of neat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, he was like and doing like, like wanted style, it and like wanted yeah. style. Yeah, just like. It's like. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, this is kind of more along the lines of the Predator film I've always wanted to see. I, yeah. I brought it up to Ryan. Um, as a movie, I still like it. It didn't super bother me, but it bothered me conceptually that there's this uh, science project called Stargazer and they know about the Predators and they're, you know, kill people if they find out because we can't have it talked about. I can get behind that. There became a point where it was getting a little too sadistic for a science research division, oh, um, yeah. specifically related to the kid. Yeah. I was like, this is... Maybe a step too far. I can get one dude like Sterling K. Brown being like this, yeah. but like everybody else is like, yeah, no, be that, be that bad. It's like be the, this bad they're all, guy. those yeah. are the Hydra, Hydra agents. They're all the bad guys. They get together. But that's, they but round that's them up. the thing is like, why are they all that bad? Eh, it's bad military dude. I don't know. No, you're, no, you're like, right. Yeah. Context, like context of the film, I could just get behind it. But conceptually, it's like this research and science division dedicated to the predators. They're a little too gung ho about murdering people. They learned too much from specifically the threatening and murdering a child. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He has a uh, so the main character has Sterling K. Brown like with a gun to his head, and his son's behind him. And mm-hmm. Sterling's like, "Yo, blow this kid's kneecaps out if he doesn't drop his gun." Right. Yeah. I'm like, this feels a little too quick to that point yeah. for the division they're supposed to be. Yeah. Well, a predator is coming to come kill them. So, um, yeah. yeah, that that ship explosion is a lot smaller than their own personal explosions. Mm. The ship just kind of blew up, but like their explosion, they're like like little risk gauntlets, like nuke them. Well, those are those are to get rid of all evidence. I think he just wanted to blow up that ship because the the risk nukes are like super super powerful. Yeah, I think he just like put like little remote control bombs on the ship. Yeah, he did. I saw. Yeah, I, saw yeah, like I, I know, but I'm just like. No, I know what you mean. He's yeah. comparing explosives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you nerd. I, I yeah, don't have yeah. a problem with that. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I like the music a lot. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, good use of bringing back the old theme and using it well. Alan Silvestri didn't know that. Yeah. Henry Jackman did this one, um, and again, I, I like a lot of his stor- scores except for the, his Marvel stuff for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, uh, X Men First Class aside, but we don't count that. 
Um, I thought the score was really heroic uh, when it came to Boyd Holbrook, and I thought that was really interesting for this franchise because we never really had like a, a hero theme, and I thought that was a lot of fun to to hear. Um, I'm speaking specifically when he like dies under the shield. That's cool. That was that cool. was really cool. That was pretty. And sweet. then the dude gets like cut in half by the shield. Yeah. I thought that was also. Yeah. Cool. When uh. did he poop out the sphere for invisibility? Oh, there was a moment where he. Oh, there's, yeah, a, he there's, there's a bit where he where he's like, oh, hold on. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. what that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. man. I wasn't sure. I was yeah. actually thinking. I was like, drink. "Why did we just have a, a random where he went to the bathroom?" Yeah, yeah I did not get Honestly, that. Honestly, I thought because cool. he ingested it, he was able to use it. I, I don't know. That, that oh, was, that was, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that was yeah. When he rescues his son on the ship, like when he comes, like I forgot he had that thing. Humans being invisible. I was like, man, that's really cool. Although really there was cool. a part, yeah, there's a lot of cool, stu- cool uh, stuff with this. Yeah, yeah but then well. he drops it. We see the the ball going away. But then yeah. Olivia Munn picks. I'm like, why didn't you pick that up? Did that's pretty cool. Did you guys catch away the catch the throwaway line about why they have dreads? No. No. Yes, there is a throwaway line right after they take out the the predator dogs and yeah. they're kind of re- recovering. And Nebraska, I think, asks Olivia Munn's character, "What's with the dreads?" And we're, we're we literally don't see them in this shot, and we're hearing them fade away because we're following yeah. Boyd over to Rory. But. If you listen, she says, "I think that they're for sensory receptors." Oh, I, I, that may, okay. Da, 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 da. Uh, That's why they have dreads. Just so you know, interesting. That was subtly plugged in as a throwaway line, right. and why it was like kind of muted. They're extra sensory receptors. Yeah. This this film does a lot to bring in a lot of the like dark horse canon into this uh, that's pretty into cool. the franchise, and I think that's kind of kind of neat. Um, should we talk about the ending? Uh, yes. Let's talk about haunt. Oh. Like, I think all the deaths are are, are pretty good. For the for the characters I that I care about, I actually felt really bad for the Tourette's guy and Keegan Michael Key's character. I, I had felt bad, and they and they kill each other. Yeah. That's so like that's, that's like, so they know beautiful. they're done, that but it's like let's not suffer together. And yeah. I was like, man, that sucks. That's what I see. That's what I want in these movies, like characters I care about, because I yeah. know they're gonna die. No, like, I really, yeah. I I enjoyed their characters and their play a lot. Um, Nebraska's death was awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was so he knows good. he's going down. So like uh-huh. I'm just gonna take the ship with me. Jumps right into that engine. That was pretty good. Great. I, I felt real bad about that dude standing up on that top floor when the ultimate predator broke into their home and then he just blades straight oh, up the yeah. crotch. Oh, oh. And the crotch. Yeah, dude. That's oh. that poor guy. Uh yeah, so let's let's talk about the ending. Okay. Um Independence Day two. So Independence so you brought this up to me. Independence Day two is a much cheesier film. No, oh, yeah. It is a much goofier but film. But it's the same take the fight to them. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that works for the type of film the Predator was trying to be up until now. I no, I agree. I think that I think the moment and and uh, the reason why I like uh, ID four two better is because that's the type of film it's trying to be. And before we go into that, I do want to say that I do think it's a problem plotting wise. Like there, I think there's it's a lot a of I think there's a lot of sequence plotting problems in this film, and this is one of the biggest ones. Is that from the beginning we know that there's something in the ship because we have a held shot on and that, we think on it's, that pod it's destroyed, and we think it's something. And then it's destroyed. But the whole movie, I'm like, it's probably a thing they're going to need to kill the ultimate predator, right? That doesn't happen. And then it's an it's almost a post credit scene, just not after the it credits. might as well be. It's that's really what it is. And I'm like, that's not how you use a MacGuffin. Yeah. If 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 they weren't going to introduce it until the end, they shouldn't have held Built up to it. They shouldn't like have that. held on to that. Yeah, and we should have just had... we should have just like been like, hey, why was that ultimate predator hunting that dude? And it's like, oh well, we think it was bringing us some cargo. What kind of cargo? Well, he jettisoned it from the. Da, da, da. That's when you bring it up. Yeah. Don't and have us thinking about it the whole movie, wondering what it for it. Yeah, to, and, and it was, then only be relevant. Pre- if it was so precious, why did he bail not with it? Yeah. 
Because he when, bails. And then when the ship blows up, there was a sa- there was a fail safe, so it stayed it's, intact. It's as if in Iron Man 2, 20 minutes into the movie, you saw Thor's hammer crash into the earth. Mm-hmm. But then it's not referenced again until the post credit scene when Coulson goes and looks at it. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. You're like, well, when is Thor going to show up? Yeah, yeah. He never does. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really... This might be some reshoot nonsense. You're I right. think so too, yeah. because I think this one, because I don't think Chain Black intended this to have a sequel, right? Um, I, because if you if you it's it kind of had a similar uh, narrative that Prometheus had up until its release, where Prometheus, Ugh. where with Prometheus it was like, it's a prequel. No, it's not. It's a prequel. No, it's not. It's a prequel. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a prequel. No, it's not. It's a prequel. It's kind of where they landed. It's a prequel. And, and so the pre- so the Predator is is like. This is setting up. This isn't setting up a sequel. Oh, I want to do three more. It's not setting up a sequel. Oh, I want to do three more. Yeah. This is not setting up a sequel. Eh, I guess we do. Did you guys think that the the Predator Killer outfit looked cool though? It did. Uh, I thought I th- it was cool. I thought it looked from a different. It looked like it looked like it was something from a different movie. Yeah. It just looked like a human predator. Also, it's almost like War Machine. Yeah, also, with I like thought four t- with four cannons. for a good five minutes because that shot holds way too long. For a good five minutes, I thought it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, this is I, the predator killer. That would, that I told you I'd be back. So stupid and Actually, funny. Actually, I thought it was an alien. I thought there's yeah, because yeah, because yeah, the thing comes out, it's all like goopy, like um, you know when how aliens are super slimy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking if that's an effing alien, I'm going to flip now, my shit. Yeah. So let's just go off that because that's I like that idea. So let's say oh it's a predator killer. It opens up and like the final shot is like a xenomorph coming to the screen. Yeah. Would you guys be cool with that? Yes. Set, yeah. Maybe setting up another AVP. Because if you think it, about it, cause if, if I may, Sparks. Because if you think about it, no. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Aliens are predator killers. Aliens have killed. I mean, if going back to AVP, I haven't seen Requiem, so I can't talk about Requiem. Don't worry about it. But going to AVP, one alien kills two predators. He, that's a predator killer. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh yeah, if that's an alien, I'm probably gonna flip my shit. But I don't know if I was gonna flip my shit in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. Sparks. Um. Yeah, I would be. I would be on board with it because the whole thing is. This was my thing. Once we see the Predator Killer, I'm like, okay, so no more, kind of to Brand's joke, no more Predator movies then, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, where's the stakes now if they have this technology that can kill that? Like, it's not, it's not going to be the same kind of movie that it's ever been. It turned into like not, a big, huge It's not going to be as interesting yeah. Yeah. Um, unless you bring in aliens and then they have to use this technology to try to combat Predators and aliens. Mm-hmm. You end and this was a lead into AVP3. And this is where you have them soldiers like actually being on the front lines and having those stories. That would be interesting. So yeah, if it had been an alien, I would have been you into ha- it. You, you definitely with this with this predator killer, you have the problem of fundamentally changing the franchise. Yeah, uh, like the franchise has always been one thing, and like, I guess they've stretched it for four movies now. But you end up end up being able to fundamentally change it, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. You do you do run the risk of explaining too much and maybe losing what makes these things what makes these movies good. Yeah. Um, but they'd never do another AVP. <laughs> they, they, they no, I know. Do I, no, no, but film. I'm saying like that's that's <sighs> where the ending would have worked for me. Yeah, if I, it was doing that, I would have really liked that. If they had never made Prometheus or Alien Covenant, and if they were just like, well, we're doing the third AVP film after this, like I would have loved that. Because it's very much like in leaving things in the same place as what we talked about with the end of Requiem. You know, take this this war between aliens and predators. It it get humans involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we get into final thoughts then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you go first. Oh, yeah. So, um, I definitely enjoyed this movie more than I was expecting to. Um, oh, and rate it, by the way. I'm okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, there's definitely, like, the only real problem I have is towards, like, the last third of the movie, which is like, just, like, plot stuff that seems to come out of, like, 
hey, we have this this spreader killer we got to find. Why? Okay. Uh, but, like, all the character stuff really worked for me. Like, I really enjoyed, like, the first, like, hour of this movie, like, really hard. Yeah. I would give it, I would give it, like, a, like, a, like, a 7.5. Yeah. Sparks? I remember now what I th- was thinking the the thing was because they weren't saying predator killer earlier in the film. I thought that because of the way Sterling K. Brown described it, the predators had invented a technology that would save the climate of Earth. That's right. That was a problem. that was something I was thinking oh, was going to be to stop humans from being yeah. an endangered species. I also do like that real quick. I like that idea of like, yeah, they like it hot, and our our, our Earth was effed. Yeah, so yeah. like they're gonna come and move in after they kill us all. Like that's a cool idea. Yeah, uh, very Pacific Rim. Um. Ooh. Anyway, uh, no, I really uh I enjoyed. I enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, it's got its bumps and flaws, but overall, I really like it. Um, I wish, I, I think my biggest thing is still just, I wish there had been more of Predator that's a pre- a guy in a suit being Predator yeah. than the CGI super ultimate FU Predator. Mega Predator. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as a lot of people are saying. I think that there's a lot of strong characters. There's maybe a couple of couple of like quippy joke moments that don't work for me um one in particular is uh i think the tourette's thing with thomas jane and olivia munn when they first meet goes on a little too long uh, yes. Yeah. yes oh yeah like yeah. like uh, uh, i think i it. think it goes on a bit too long um oh you're pushy yeah 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 that, that, i didn't need that uh and it's like someone just tell her that he has tourette's like what are you guys doing yeah why didn't anybody say yeah like, uh, he has anyway tourette's, i'm sorry yeah uh so that that's things like that didn't work for me but for the also, most part there was a it. there was a use of, of retard that was not awesome. Not and then great. it's like, hey, yeah. don't do that, and then do it again. Yeah, it's like you made the joke by using the word. Like that, that doesn't make it better. That yeah. doesn't make it better. No. Yeah. Um, Rating. Hmm. What'd you, what would you rate it? Seven point five. Seven point five. Same yeah. as mine. Um, yeah. Ben. Pretty much, these two kind of hit the nail on the head. They're like the the push, the, uh, the pushy joke was it took a while. I was like, yeah, just say he has Tourette's and just be done with it. We don't have to keep going on for this guy for too long. Um, I mean, I did like the the predator kills, like when the super predator like punched the predator in the face and then ripped his his head off with a spine. I was like, okay, that is cool. I never thought I wanted to see a predator get his head ripped off so yeah, badly. That was, that was pretty sweet. There were, I mean, like even when uh, we were walking out of the movie, Ryan said says like, I came I came to this movie for some good kills. I got those good kills. And I'm like, yeah, we go see a predator for hunting. And even the, the joke was you like, mean, don't you mean a, a sports hunter? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we voted predator sounds cooler. And then I was like, yeah, I, I mean, it, this movie was funny. It has really good moments, but also has its moments where I'm like, really what? But I don't, I still don't agree that it's, that it deserves all the hate. And, but I still don't think it's that good. It doesn't just completely suck like other films. It's just, it's in the middle of the road. It's a 6.5 for me. 6.5. Honestly. Um, can I say something real quick? Yeah. I really like the because I don't think they've said this before, but like, why do you think they rip out their spine so they can get their spinal fluid so they can use it to to hybridize with them? Yeah, like that's a cool element. That is a, that is yeah. an interesting element. Yeah. I like to think that that was a that was they've just they've just figured that out. Yeah. Like it's the science kind of being like, okay, I want to see this. what like it's like scientist predators who don't hunt are like what what they're like. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that this is a I, I had a I had a damn good time with this film. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. You know, we we touched on our problems before, uh, so I won't retread a whole lot of them. I think it's a hell of a lot better than both of the Alien prequels. Um, I give it a seven point five. Yeah. Would you guys would you guys recommend people go see this? Yes. If yes? you like, if yeah. you already like the Predator, like if you don't already like Predator, then no. What yeah. are you doing? So yes, but, but yeah. Yes. Yes. If you're a fan, yes. Yes, and I say yes. So four yeses. Go see this movie, guys. Yeah. Uh, go where, support it. Where best guess, like real quick, where do you guys think they go from here? 
Don't don't give me the like. Who knows if they'll make another or any of that? Where do you think they'll actually go? I don't want them without to go, an alien versus. Predator I don't want concept. them to go like we're gonna use their ship and travel to their home world because that just seems way too fast. Um, I, I I honestly, I would like to see them go to the Predator homeworld. I want I truthfully, I still want to see more of that culture. I want to see more of this, those creatures. So so I'm in the same boat as you. I'm I'm at the point. I want to watch a Predator movie that's mostly Predators yeah. and mostly about spiritualism versus science on their homeworld. That's pretty much where I'm at. Okay, yeah. That sounds awesome. But again, like, not to say, like, I don't think we'll ever get that. So, okay, so, like, if I get that out of my brain. I just don't want, like, L- Lloyd Holbrook and, like, a bunch Lloyd of... Lloyd Holbrook. Logan, man. To just, like... <laughs> like, I don't want, like, six predator, like, predator killers immediately. I feel like there has to be no, a middle you. ground first before... Uh, we can go to their home world, but, like, it, I feel like it's too soon. They need to have a restriction on it. Yeah. Like, maybe you can only use it once an hour or something. Like Venom. <laughs> ben. Um, I'm thinking that some more predators are going to show up on Earth and then the predator suit's going to be used and then they're going to figure out a way to make more. I imagine like I a full-scale invasion first, yes. then we go to their home world. So what I'd want to see is the home world and you're in the midst of, you've got your characters. Because Civil this can War. work because we liked orcs in Warcraft. So yeah, that was the best, the part, best part of that part. movie. No, you're right. That was the best part yeah, of that movie. Right. So, so you go to the home world and you have this war of, of science versus spiritualism happening there. And yes, he does show up in the predator killer outfit, but he's predatoring them on their planet. He's and the that predator. creates this whole different argument that they're having about what's okay and what's not okay. That's actually for awesome. killing humans. Ooh, See, that's, that's what cool. I want. I like right. that idea more. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, all right then. The predator predator. Shall yeah. we get into our uh, book club then? I that's the title: The Predator Predator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. Uh, all right then. Let's get into our book club. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd Comic Shop. Yeah, hi. Um, do you have any books? Uh, could you be a little bit more specific? Um, anything readable? All right, Ben, it's your book club. Take it away. Yes, it is. My book club is The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, the Legendary Edition, story and art by Akira Himikawa. Which, um, if you see this, um, it's um these uh, Zelda manga that um Akira writes and draws. What she does is that she t- um she took two volumes and um, squished them into one for legendary edition and other legendary editions have sometimes have two games instead of just one, but of course Ocarina of Time is the first one. It is quite arguably one of the most famous, like probably the most famous Zelda video game adapted into a novel, the complete story, and I absolutely love it. For what actually a big reason because I have played the game, I have beaten it, I played it on my 3DS. I sadly never got to play the N64 edition. And I actually like this quite a bit because I feel like it fleshes out the story a little bit more. Because as we all know, or I don't know if you guys know, especially Brandon, that Link in the game never talks. Mm-hmm. He's completely silent. That I knew, actually. Yeah, Link never talks. Even in Breath of the Wild, he still he does not talk. What I like about this is that Link is given a personality. He speaks, and there's, and I just like because I feel like this fleshes out the story a lot more than it does in the game because of course you have to go through dungeons you still see all the big major boss fights but it brings more character like it gives zelda a better character as like oh i'm not like link's like oh i'm not just gonna save the the world because or save hyrule because the princess told me he's like i'm gonna go do this errand for zelda because she kissed me on the cheek and i have a bit of a crush on her ben in that in the second volume when he has to kill the dragon yeah i was about to cry i know i was like this is too sad Uh uh-huh um I thoroughly enjoyed this book. I am actually glad. I had a lot of good, I had a really good time with this. Yeah, because Brandon, for you, manga is a bit of a hit and miss, or at least some yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, it took me a little while to get to adjust my reading, uh, my reading from mm-hmm. the, the way you're supposed to read a manga. Yeah. Um, 
and even like you know, I'm not a big gamer, and I've mm-hmm. never played the Legend of Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought this was a lot of fun. I expected more time travel. Not yeah. gonna lie, because I, I I heard Ocarina of Time. I'm like, okay, we're gonna t- travel to some time. You do. You still do. No, you I'm don't. Not, not a whole lot. He though. goes to sleep for seven years. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> he just wakes up a big boy. <laughs> well, actually, that's what happens because in the game, the time travel is when you when he takes the master sword out of the pedestal he time travels seven years in the future and if he puts the master sword back into the pedestal he goes back seven years that's not in this book no it's not it in is this in the book game. they're just like we just made you go to sleep because the master sword is too strong for you right now yeah it's it's super saiyan 4 goku when goku goku turns super saiyan 4 as a kid crap up <laughs> yeah. are we talking about gt right now when, oh. when goku is a little kid he can't the power of super uh, saiyan 4 is too tour. Is too strong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh god. It's too I, powerful for wait, him. Let's, so he has let's to, not bring. He, let me finish. This. I know. I know. See, it's too powerful for him. So he has to grow up to be Super Saiyan four. And then when he's not Super Saiyan four, he is a little kid again. It's that. Is yeah. the Master Sword is too strong for him, so he turns yeah. into an adult so he can power, so he can use it. Uh, oh. Sorry. Yep. I want to comment on what what you said about giving Link personality. So my biggest problem with this book mm-hmm. is that Link's personality is. Standard, typical manga hero personality, but yeah. it's not actually unique. Yeah, and I don't love that. I'm gonna be honest. Like, All I right. prefer. I rather have my link silent than just be. I'm generic. like every other generic manga hero character. I'm here to that, do that bums me out. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? I I kind of agree with uh with Sparks about Link's personality. Mm-hmm. I kind because uh, I'm so used to him just never saying anything and like right. you kind of being Link. Yeah. Uh, so actually, his, that's why that's why um uh, Shigeru Miyamoto named him Link because he's the link between you and the player. Oh, he's a link oh, between right. worlds. Yeah. Um, no, no, Ryan, I'll, I'll you let can you see yourself out. That's a video nope, game, my nope, friend. Nope, I'll let him have that one. That is actually one of the best games I've ever played. Link it's between worlds. It's a good game. 3DS, amazing Ryan, game. Ryan, come back in. Okay, bye. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah. Um. So I didn't finish volume two. Hey, I finished I'm Ryan volume one. Don't put me on that hill. Um. <laughs> I thought. I thought the. <laughs> thank you. I thought the art was really nice, and I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Especially, I like like uh, super crazy monster stuff. So like when mm-hmm. um I forget the name of the monster, but it's like the Deku Tree. Like something is attacking the Deku Tree or oh, something. Oh. Oh. Uh. uh Gomera. Yeah. I think. The spider. Oh. Oh. Goma. Goma. Yeah. Yeah. The spider. yeah like a crazy eye. Like I yeah. like that artwork a lot. And um, I to be honest, I found a lot of the dialogue just kind of like generic fantasy anime yeah. stuff which is you know like i i know a lot from the game mm-hmm. so i'm kind of like it's easy for me to translate things that i that i don't like or don't understand but uh mm-hmm. i enjoyed it for the most part but i thought it was kind of kind of generic g- generically written okay. i think i think i would I, I might i may feel the same way if i had more experience with with manga or even anime mm-hmm. in general yeah. or even legend of zelda because because this is a unique experience that mm-hmm. i have not I, I'm not entrenched in this in this type of world, right? So to me, this was kind of fresh. Like I've never I've never seen this done before. Mm-hmm. So you so perhaps they're right, but I don't have any. I love the way Ganondorf looks. Yeah, this, Ganondorf yeah, yeah. Does yeah. Look hey, it looks fantastic. Now, I thought Ganondorf looked different from the one time that I saw a Legend of Zelda game back when I was sixth grade. He's either uh, a big pig man, or his name Ganon, or Ganondorf. Like he's well, he's Ganon a, is the pig monster. Ganondorf is the Gerudo uh, warrior. He called Ganon in this. Yeah, well, he's Ganondorf. Ganondorf is the wizard, but Ganon is like his final form. Yeah. Sort of thing. Okay, can you can you briefly explain to me the Legend of Zelda timeline? No, is it no, all, no. Is it, is it all reboots or is no, it no. all a continuation? Um, so every game that comes out, they afterwards find their way to make a max. And nothing really goes together, but like they mm-hmm. kind of like hodgepodge their own timeline. Yeah. It's not a like because of because of Ocarina of Time, Brandon. The timeline splits into three different things. Where the heroes. Oh, you've already lost me. Yeah, it's yeah, one of those. On. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on then. Yeah. 
yeah but for me i i actually i would definitely recommend this uh manga to fans who do like the legends of but they don't want to sit through they just want to get the, the basic story of it and they don't have to play through a 30 or 40 hour game to do it i mean if you want to play a 30 or 40 hour game go for it it's an amazing game i highly i would that's one of the best games ever made but if you just like i just want to get the story i just want to like go quick in and yeah, out link, link as a kid is a bit of a dick when he's just like yeah. I have three girlfriends now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's like this very this is how like manga protagonists are are very typically typically written. Not yeah. necessarily now, but like at yeah. the time that this was this was very just like filling in a, a void. Also, I, I really like the art style. Also, mm-hmm. Impa Impa Impa? Oh. Uh, the 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 Alpha Impa. Oh, sh- the 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 Sheik. Yeah. Uh the she, Yeah, she is a is a sage. Yeah, she's. A sage. I don't remember her becoming a sage at all. Yeah, because they're like, find all the sages. Oh, it's the people I met in the first volume. They're all the sages, and I was like, okay, that that's that's five. It's kind of like it. What like, are we what are we looking at? Who's well, the sixth? Ooh, hey girls. Yeah, Sheik. Yeah, Sheik. I know who Sheik is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I totally called the Zelda reveal. Uh, did like, you really? This is Zelda. Oh, dude, that so is. So did not... you not know that before? No, I had okay, no idea. Cool. Seriously? Yeah. Oh I had wow. No idea. But we, but I was I was I was I thought I thought I didn't think it was like oh I d- I didn't even know I was Zelda I thought it was just her in disguise and that's why she was helping Link, but then it was like oh no I didn't even know I was this person because I banished my mind for seven years I'm like <laughs> yeah oh, all right yeah, that part that's yeah. weird but <laughs> I forgot you do you girl video <laughs> anime video game video game you do you girl yeah, yeah uh, the the there is definitely a little more added to the it is story. also a very quick read it is a quick read yeah mm-hmm. um. So yeah, like when you start the game, you like uh, the Kokori Village. That's what it's called, right? Kokori um, Village. Kokori yeah. Village. Yeah. So like all the like all the stuff I remember from my childhood, ga- like playing that game. Like oh, this is here, just a little more fleshed out with certain characters and stuff. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I enjoy. It. I, I don't know if, if th- what representation is the best for for Ocarina of Time. Like if if the game is a better like if you like I said if you don't have forty hours, read this book. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know if I would choose that this over the game. Right. Is, is the ending the same? He becomes I a little didn't, kid. Yeah, yeah the, end, okay. the ending is the the ending of the book. Um, if I remember correctly, is he does go back to Zelda. He beats Ganon, goes back seven years, and then goes up to Zelda. And Zelda turns around and sees him for like what she thinks is the first time, but it's not really the first time. Yeah, um, time travel. You mm-hmm. want to? So I did enjoy this. I hate that type of storytelling. Yeah, I'm like so. What? Just so, no. so essentially, Link still has all of his memories of what happened, and then he gets yep. plopped in a point in time where he can tell Zelda to tell King that yeah, Gan's gonna sack the city, and then they stop Gan preemptively to prevent that future from happening. Yeah, I mean, sure, but I, I that, that's kind of my one thing that I'm like, I, I feel a little, I feel a little cheated because you just erased the story I was following. Yeah, that ma- yeah, that makes sense. It's it reminds me. I mean, it's it's the everything was a dream. Yeah, or uh, the uh, the Prince of Persia movie where the entire movie happens and then he just goes oh. back in time to the beginning of the movie and stops it from happening. Oh, like, wow! This whole movie's pointless. Thank oh, Source you. Code has, has a very similar. Thanks, I hate it. Source Code and Prince of Persia are the Jake, same it's movie. It's the Jake Hall universe of. Bad. Okay, yeah. Both uh, bad movies. Thinking of Ocarina of Time, the game, I just remember just like always going up to the 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 like the, the, the in the temple and the master sword, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a little kid, I'm a big boy, I'm a little kid, I'm a big boy. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, it's fun. This makes me want to play that game. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely. I mean, I love this because you know me, huge fan of Zelda. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Zelda shill. It's not bad or anything. Not, it's not, not at all. It, yeah, it's not. So it's like if it has Zelda on it, and it's like it, luckily, um, it's like compact, so I don't have to go hunt down the other volumes to get the continuation of Ocarina. It's just like one story right there and there. Yeah. Sparks, did you have anything you wanted to add? No, I think I covered it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to think we're good? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. 
Ocarina. It's your book club next week. Hey guys, so uh, uh, I'll let you know real quick what my actual issues are, but I'm going to pick some select issues from Alan Moore Swamp Thing uh, because you know we talk about Scott Snyder or Tom King uh, doing their interpretation of Swamp Thing. I think Alan Moore is is like the best fit for that character, and he had like the longest like the best run. I personally, I got a tattoo obviously. Mm-hmm. For it. So I'm gonna pick select some issues that I think represent Swamp Thing the best, and what I hope the TV show will follow. Uh, and I'll let you guys know that real soon, and we'll put it up on the on the Instagrams. Okay. Some 80s Swamp Thing. Get ready for some sick-ass old comics, baby. Yeah. All right, then that'll do it for this week. Uh, another another good show, guys. Down the drain. Um, Down the drain? <laughs> what? Yeah, you, you don't How know about it. we bake the beautiful souffle and rose up? Oh, you, you didn't know that's where I put these episodes afterwards? I just shoved them down the toilet? Oh. oh. I Did thought it? I smelled something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought these microphones t- 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 smelled weird. Um, Did you say taste? Yeah, a little bit. Shut up. <laughs> our giveaway What is, are you into? Our giveaway is still going like balls, on, Ben. So. Um, our giveaway is still going on. We're going to keep it open for, quite, for, for a little while longer than we have been before. I, I totally... But blew it. I did not post. I did not post the rules on our social media. Whoops. Uh, so that's my bad. Um, but just a reminder: uh, rate and re- uh, review the show. Specifically, review the show on any podcasting service. Uh, hopefully, iTunes. Um, and send us what that review is, so we we can make sure we see it. Especially if you're in a different country from us. So like screenshot or, it and email it to yeah, us. Yeah. Or especially if you're not. If you're reviewing us on something that's not iTunes, it's very hard for us to find to find those. Yeah. Because uh, iTunes. Is the only one with a good server. That's the bread and butter. Yeah. Um, so definitely do that. And again, I will post them this week. I, I, I will. I promise. I'm very sorry I didn't. Uh, our Suicide Squad commentary is up. Yay. Yay. I posted that one on. Woo! <laughs> 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 no, I listened to that while I was at work this week. Did oh, you? man. We hate that movie. <laughs> Why did you listen to that without watching the movie? <laughs> I, I have a very. I've heard some people some people do that to commentaries. Hey. Um, Sparks. Yeah, I have a very uh, particular set of skills. Set, I have a very particular set of skills, and trust me, when I'm at my job, you have no idea to what depths I was listening to 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 keep myself occupied. Listen. Well, to definitely us. check definitely check that one out if that, if if you want. Uh, it is up there on our feed right now. Uh, next week, we I guess we're talking about the Predator franchise. Heck yeah, we're all gonna get caught up, right, guys? We're gonna watch all those movies, Hopefully. right, guys? Yeah, all five. What? Uh, you can only wa- you only need to watch the th- the three the th- two, two Predator films oh, you haven't thanks. seen. Oh, um, I, I I if you guys can. Uh, AVP and AVPR. Does that include? Uh, so it does include Requiem. If you want, all right. Like, I, I, I saw AVP it's last not, night, so I'm it's good. A t- it's really bad. So you don't have to. Yeah, you don't we, have time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna require. I don't think we should require the AVP films. I w- I will, but j- specifically just Predator, Predator hey, Two, and Predators. The Predator made a canon. They did. Uh, they they did. did. At least Alien versus Predator. At least AVP. Canon. Yeah. yeah. Um, you still want to ignore Requiem? You go ahead, baby. That's allowed. <laughs> okay, I think I'll ignore so, Requiem yeah. then. So, there, so, so that. Look forward to that. Um, we are a Funko affiliate, so uh, mm-hmm. click on the link below uh, in our in our episode description to uh, go to the Funko website. You have to click on the on that link on that link specifically. That's that, that is linked there. Uh, and at checkout, use Shop Ten. That's Shop S H O P one zero, uh, all one word, for ten percent off your purchase. How exciting! Thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, we're very you. excited that, that we have any listeners, really. Thank uh, you. Jeremy Vellucci, thank you for doing our, our theme music and our uh, segment intros. You can find him on Instagram at, J- at Jeremy Vellucci Keyboards. And you can find his show, Suburban, Procto- Suburban Proctologist, at iTunes or wherever he put it. I don't know if he put it anywhere else besides iTunes, honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
But you can find uh, Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist official and Instagram at Podcast. Mike Matola, uh, soon to be on Mike Matola. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike. Uh, Mike, Mike. Th- thank you for our logo. We love you, buddy. Uh, at Mike Matola. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? Ben Magnet 27 for Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Ryan? Uh, DJ Tony Snark at everything. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review wherever you find us. We greatly appreciate us. And you can win a you can win a uh, poster this time around. Spider-Man. So until next week, guys. <laughs> That's Predator for Stay Fake Nerds. <laughs>